What is up, guys? Talking with Tonka, season two, episode two, fueled by rainstorm. And this is take two because I forgot to hit the record button and we talked for 10 minutes. So uh, today's special guest, he was on episode two, season one, talking with Tonka, James Meyer, a.k.a. Jimmy Six, a.k.a. Jose Sace, and then Kurt co-hosting today. Hey, Kurt. I'm excited to be here today. <laughs> oh, wow. You changed it up. Okay, great. Mr. Um, McGurt. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Kurt, a.k.a. Uh, Curdy McGurdy. Mm-hmm. And Christmas time, it's Curdy Kringle. And um, on the golf course, it's Curdy Gilmore. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, I think that's about it. My son calls me dad. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> you only have to worry about one name, which yeah. is great. Me and your son have a lot in common. That's because oh, yeah, you call him dad too. Every time I text him, it's hey dad. <laughs> it's just like natural at this point. Yeah, I was it's wondering like, where that was about to go. I was yeah. like, happy. <laughs> so um, uh, Kurt also has a name for it. He thinks James 006, right? It's that was just a job. I just thought of that. Like, I know, but I, I was actually, like, that'd be a cool like sticker. You know what I mean? Like to put on the wall somewhere. But actually, I'll make it. That should be my next so, Halloween costume. That's I thought it would be great. So what about like it is a 006 too? Yeah, we'll do the 007 like esque logo. Okay, but I put Jimmy instead of like the, yeah yeah I, like I, underneath I, of it or whatever it might. I be. can I can make that. Yeah, I'm down. I'm thinking about it right now. You just got to get whatever picture you have in a suit. Dude, I gotta get a suit. You have a suit from Express, or did you return it? I gotta no, I gotta dry clean it, dude. It's in the Express bag, just sitting in a pile. All of my like, literally. Did you know this story? He had a DJ at wedding, so he's like, "Where do I get a cheap suit?" And everybody in the group chat told him. Yeah, yeah. He went to Express and got one. Yeah, I actually got one for a full suit, like everything, pants, like everything. I Uh, brought one from there before. Dude, it was like three twenty-five. I was like, "This is yeah," but like. And then, you know, the funny thing is the next time I needed it, I needed it a week after the wedding. I was like, I'm going to return this. No, it didn't <laughs> okay, fit. Okay. But I was like, I needed this for a week after the wedding. And so I got it dry clean, whatever. And I, I opened Sin in that suit. And I was oh, like, really? oh, maybe I really should have a suit. You should. Yeah. <laughs> and now I have one. I have two customs suit. that I, I made, but I was also 190 pounds. And now I'm 221. And the pants are like spandex. Like busting out the seams busting out i had to get a bigger shirt and i can't even button the the top because my lats got so big i can't even because i had them i had them tailor it to like make it look like my back was like huge so i had to pin it in and then go back out oh that's dope and now i can't even close it (laughs) they say say everybody should have a tailored suit oh yeah it's 500 bucks men's warehouse i didn't get mine tailored but i want to get it too oh yeah well 500 is including the suit and oh it's really? Fully done, yeah. And there's a, the girl comes out and she does everything. Like she'll like I have mine, so they show like an inch of ankle. Okay. Yeah, you know I mean like full ankle. Cause I have those. I have crazy colored Kohan shoes that I wear to weddings. Like I have baby blue ones and shit. You got to show off the socks too. Oh, I don't wear socks. Just all ankle. All ankle, bare yeah. ankle. Real Italian style. I, I love done. that. I, I love. I get, I get funky socks. <laughs> That's a great OnlyFans page. You should <laughs> only <laughs> ankles. Italian ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Italian ankle. Yeah, you had a you funny. You had, start you had a funny. You had a funny OnlyFans joke earlier before we started. What oh, was it? Um, it was. Uh, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of only. Well, it's. I saw it on Instagram, I think, or Facebook, or whatever. That's right. You can bite it. It's but fine. it was. Um, it was like somebody, like everyone was starting OnlyFans pages, you know, yeah. like anybody that doesn't have a job or maybe they do it on the side and, and somebody commented underneath of it and was like, I can only do a reverse OnlyFans where I send a picture of myself <laughs> and you send me 20 bucks to stop. <laughs> I want to try that so bad. <laughs> I'm going to start sending Grizz pictures like random shit until she tells and me to stop. Spend a Venmo. 
request. Please stop. Please stop here. Send me 20 bucks. Pay the toll. Pay the toll. $20 a month. I'll stop sending you shit. Because, like, you know, people, I, uh, Lowry, he listens to the uh, podcast. So, so me and him send, yeah, me and we send videos and, like, memes back and forth on Instagram, like, pretty much all day. Yeah. And, I love Mike, by the way. Oh, uh, dude. He's, he's, he's I, so funny. He's a good co host, too. For, we, we did a gym, uh, uh, Joe Ferrero's new gym. He was perfect co-host. That sounds like that sounds about right. Because we me yeah. and him talk about working out all the time, and he was thinking of questions like why I bringing you on for DJ related stuff because you're gonna think of questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also have another one that I want to talk to you about before we leave. Um, Did you talk to him about his obsession with Austin Powers? Who? Mike. No. You should talk to him about it. He. It's very. It's a very funny story. He's obsessed. So, no, 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 not like that. It's just him and I. Like we were sending memes back and forth, just like that. Yeah. And he had a great story that it would only deserve. It only do well if he tells it. So I don't want to. Tell <laughs> so if you have him back, tell him. Ask. Yeah, him about he's going to be on soon because I'm doing my other my other buddy's gym. Yeah, um, ask him about it from college and everything. The gold like member that. episode. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, jeez. Yeah, I can talk about awesome. The DJ power. who shagged me. Uh, <laughs> that, there you go. That could be another. Uh, that could be a costume for your Wednesday night party. Ooh. Yeah, you're right. That makes sense. Yeah, makes total sense. The pink wig and all. You can go to the complete opposite. Everybody's wearing pink and you're wearing gold. I'm going to take so many mental notes this whole podcast and I'm very <laughs> You should do... Yeah, um, you know, they're like sticky notes. But where, where I was going with that is like, sometimes Mike, Mike probably like will pay me to stop sending him memes all day so he can get work done. <laughs> Dude, he sends me more memes than I send to anybody else in my entire inbox. Yeah, I it's funny. It's like... You, you, I love it. You know, on Instagram, it usually comes up whoever... Is like first, it mm-hmm. goes Mike and then Grizz, and then I think it's like you, Kurt, and like because like I send you guys stuff all the time. Yeah, so it's funny how that works. Like you can tell who you talk to, like not even talk to. Yeah. You're just sending. And Razor sends me like twenty a day. Oh, same. Easily. Yeah, yeah. He sends me all shoe related stuff, which is dope mm-hmm. because um, the military blue fours right there. Nope. They're coming out with the first time since 1989 with the Nike Air on the back. Oh, wow. I don't even wear those anymore, and I'm getting them just to put them up there. Just to have them. Just to have them, yeah. yeah nice. Um, so let's talk about the Cliff Note version of the first half of last year since you left my studio. Studio, it's actually. I'm waiting for Nick Johnson. Nick Johnson, if you're listening, I'm still waiting for the logo. I'm going to get one of those neon signs made that Breck off for Scooter, and it's going to say Studio. Oh, that's fire. Yeah. That's fire. Um, so let's give it, so I don't want you to I know what you did on the summer. So I want to do from January to um June. Okay. Your, your progression. So like after you left the studio, right? Yeah. What like what happened to you, like DJ wise, in the first half of twenty twenty three? So, dude, I, I would, it's hard because, like, it all kind of – I mean, you guys probably get this, too. Like, a lot of it kind of mushes together. Yeah. You're like, okay, all, last year I know I had this time, this time, this time. Um, dude, honestly, like, that was when I started getting booked more. So, like, January, end of that year. I started getting booked a little bit more. Um, looking back, comparing and contrasting my schedules, I actually noticed that I was booked a little bit more back then than I even thought I was. You oh know? yeah, I was like, I was, I was trying to tell of, you that. Yeah, well, I was kind of <laughs> yeah. confused. Like, I was like, "Yo, this month is crazy," and I looked like I had you know over twenty dates one month, and I was or not twenty, maybe I had like seventeen or something. And I was like, "Yo, this is wild." And then I looked back at January, and I was like, "Well, you had like twelve in January," and I'm like, "That that's actually not that far off," you know? Yeah. So you got to think there's you know if you're booking every Friday and Saturday, that's two, four, six, eight. That's at least twelve. Yeah. And then if you throw your Wednesday night party when that came about, yeah, that's another four. You know what I mean? So like, oh, yeah, they guess, add up pretty quick. Yeah, and and I think I so, yeah. So okay, so January like I was getting booked pretty consistently. Um, I want to say, 
I don't know if I opened at the Av before I got on this podcast. Um, I think you actually announced something on the podcast about it. It might have been. Back, I should have went back and listened to yeah, it. Yeah, same. I, I think I might have been. Do I did my first like I did Chris Lake at the Av. I opened for him. Yeah, um, that might have been what I was announcing. Um, you know, I got. I just started kind of leaning into. Um, you know, asking for gigs first off, getting myself out there. Um, and then I had like a life change where I kind of gave up everything uh, that I had and I just like focused like everything outside of music. And I just focused on being around nonstop, um, always being out, <laughs> um, listening to what other people were playing um, and finding new music. Right. Um, and, you know, I want to we're going to dive on that later. Yes. You are probably worse than Kurt. <laughs> with hoarding music, so I definitely want to. I want to have. I Kurt, love that about him. Yeah, I want to have Kurt and you talk about that. Well, why do you think I call him Dad? You know. <laughs> so, um, but anyways, yeah. So, and like you said, till summer. So, right before summer, I was again. I was consistently booked, but I know I was still bartending every now and then. Yeah, um, I remember you were doing like Winston on Sundays and stuff. Yeah, and then and then, dude, all of a sudden, like, and sh- again, shouts out to Smooth. Um, all of a sudden, my summer, we I met up with him once, and he gave me a bunch of dates, and then uh, I started working at Shenanigans, actually. Yeah, I love um, that. And Shenanigans in the summer really kind of, like, put me on the map, because I'd still play some gigs here. Um, I'd play a lot of gigs down there, um, and I just got in contact with more people. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I've learned about DJing is it literally is all reps. Like, you, yeah. you know, you're not going to... After a while, you're just going to the gym. You know, you're putting work in. Yep. And uh, there's times to practice, and there's times where, you know, you try something new, but re- like a new exercise even. But like, yeah. realistically, like, it's all reps, and I, I feel like as I got my reps up, I became more comfortable. Yeah. Um, and my comfort translated into my gigs because I could pivot on, on the fly, and I could read a crowd better. Um, what was the one thing that I told you that we can teach you, but you would have to teach yourself? Do you remember? I don't remember. <clears throat> you just said because you, you told me what just like reading a room. And yeah, like, yeah. I told you we. I was like we can teach you all day long how to mix records, how to pick records, how to organize records. But there's one thing in this world that you can't teach somebody yeah. is how to greet a crowd. You just can't. Yeah. Right. So you coming from a bartending standpoint, what had already had an advantage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because Kurt, you might you might have some words for this, but so. You see what the DJ's doing. If more people are rotating to the bar, more people are staying on the dance floor, no one's drinking, and then you see the, the DJ change it up. Some people come in. So I think you had an advantage coming in and a lot of these other guys that are coming up because you saw DJs work the crowd from a different standpoint. Yep. Right? So you come in, and then you hear what you could have done differently. Yeah. Do you think I'm right by saying that you had an advantage? Uh, yeah, I do. I think that... Um I, I mean, I had to read people, like, in a sense, bartending, because I don't know. I mean, you remember, like, I used to, when I used to bartend, it was like a performance in a way. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, like, just knowing who to crack jokes with, how to crack jokes to right. two different people right? Um, coming into DJing, you know, it's a little bit different with music, because you might see somebody that you can be like, dude, they might, they definitely want to hear this, or like, the yeah. age, age and everything, but then... You play it and you're like, wait, they're actually a closet country fan. Like you just you don't know sometimes, but for the most part, you'd be surprised who likes country music. Everybody, it's because so- <laughs> I I'm shocked sometimes. Dude, country has bangers, dude. Morgan, especially Wallace now that it's reason. now that it's going into like the house realm. Yep, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, well, they're they're pivoting. Yeah, so, like, but if you didn't take out the house realm, you still love country music. Yeah, a lot of people will, but I still think it's a very 
you either really like it or you really don't. And right. I'm sure they're they're merging more to the middle. But for most, there are ones for me who I'm I'm on the like I just don't like it. But there are songs that I'm like this sounds more pop, right? And yeah. then sang, and sang by a country artist, so it's more playable. It's not right. my first choice. Yeah, it's just that if I if I know I have that crowd, if people come in dressed like they just came from a concert, right? I'm gonna have to probably play one or two. I of had them. to uh, open. It's a popular guy. I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now, but I had to open for him after a Phillies game. Mm-hmm. I literally played the twenty country pop, like country pop, like bangers in my my, my in my computer for yeah. that because I only had like fifteen twenty minutes that I had to play. So I literally played almost full records because I was like, I I am totally don't know what the fuck to play here. Like I obviously prepped a little bit, so like I I reached out to my nieces and nephews who love country music. I tried to find like house versions by Vivo. Yeah, or, I know what you were saying. Um, so I'm hopefully they're doing another one this year. There's another one my nephew's going to, but. Do you think? Do you agree with me saying that he had a little bit of an advantage going into it about how he can read a crowd? Yeah, I would. Say, I, I mean, he definitely. You're not going to see it the way that we are because we're only paying attention, and he's making drinks and trying to make friends, right? But he'll notice if he's making a drink, singing the song with it, and you're doing it subconsciously. Yeah. So I, there are small innuendo stuff like that. I would say he probably catches between twenty five and forty percent. Of the night while he's playing, especially right. if you're dead. Yeah. Um, but if it's super busy, I know a lot of people, like especially when we work at Barstool, are like, I don't even know what you played tonight because we were so busy. So yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. think it's you're going to get more critical and people are going to tell you more about what you're doing when you don't have a super busy night. And I right. think that the, most bartenders are going to translate that to be like, if we were super busy, it was great. But if I could remember the last four or five songs that you played, Maybe that means it was a little bit slower at that time, and I was paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes so you get what I'm saying. Sometimes what I'll do if the bartenders are really busy, and I used to do this to you too. Is um, I'll either sh- uh, why bar so you can't you can't like shout them out. Yeah, I always shout out the bartenders, but I I notice what songs they like sometimes. Like, yeah, of course, if I see Cat walking across the dance floor, I put a Taylor Swift song yep. on. Um, like the goblins, yeah, like stuff like that. Just because I know the bartenders are listening and they're really busy, and that song might help them like oh man i was so busy tonight but you know but that song really helped me out like got me out of my funk you know what i mean something like that now do you think that you kind of have that advantage because you knew how busy bartending gets so you can kind of sympathize with them and you're like i want to make sure they're having a good time too well so here's the thing like with the one it's like i said it was a it's a blessing to have have experienced nightlife especially for the flow of the night right right um it's easier for me to kind of structure my night or have an idea of how i want to structure my night based on busyness because i've i've been bartending for so long yeah um but i will say that there are some drawbacks like i hate playing the same thing like i hate play, i hate playing multiple nights at a venue in the same week because i've worked places where i hear somebody you know week after week and i'm like i know exactly what they're gonna play next so even though nobody else really gives a shit even even though most of the bartenders might not give a shit yeah in my head i'm like i remember when this person came and i knew i would look over to somebody be like yeah i guarantee this is coming next it's like so i i get a little hypercritical of that and i think i get my head a little bit because of that i remember Um, one night at jj's you were like dude i thought i guessed your set and then you changed it up on me. Yeah, and I was like, because I do that if I play a place a lot, and like I have the, you, we have our routines that we. Everyone do. Everyone yep. does. Yep. yep. Regardless of if you want to or not. Right. So I I try to purposely change it up. 
And because I did it to nine one night, we were doing the Aaron Nola charity event, and he went to Grizz, Smooth, and Hollywood and Scooter. And uh, Ray, I think was Ray was there, Quinn was there. He was like, "Watch, he's gonna do this, this, and this." And I was like, I saw him listening, and I was like, "Fuck that!" (laughs) I changed the whole thing up. And he was like, "Dude, you really threw me a curveball because he wasn't expecting that." You know what I mean? So, well, it's big too, especially if you got people that come. Like some of the a lot of these spots in Philly, like you get. You know, it's it's a mixed crowd, but like you get a lot of the same people that like that's my spot. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah. I'm always going to be there. So when people start hearing you more, you know, and like I said, you don't really, not every bartender thinks that way. But like, again, part of the reason I switched too is like I was I was obsessed with music, so hearing that and I'm like, fuck, like I wish they switched it up a little bit. And it just you get in your head a little more, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so what do you find any anything you've learned in the past year? that helped you make become a better DJ since the last time you were here? Oh dude, I got so many hot takes. Okay, give me give me the top 3. Um top 3. I would say I wish I had um Jeopardy music. But I, I would say pay <laughs> pay attention to other DJs. Okay. Um pay attention to what they're playing and and how they move. <clears throat> Well said, Jimmy. Thank well you. Said. <laughs> <laughs> because, because at the end of the day, if they're booked a lot, there's a reason, right? Max. And you're not going to be, you're not better than everybody, you know? Um, you can't think that, unfortunately. Yeah, You might be better technically, but you can't, you know what I mean? You can't think that. So it's good that you already know that. Yeah, and... Um, well, Because it's not a competition. No. You know what I mean? Like, we're all fighting for gigs, yeah, but like... Collaboration is always going to triumph, you know. Yeah, it's always spring and winter where we're competing because in summer it's like Philly gigs are easy to come by. Exactly, <laughs> which I can't wait for. Yeah, um, <laughs> I would say so that I would say closed mouths don't get fed is another big one. Yeah, that's um, oh, good one. Year. That's like I live my life by that motto. Um, you know, you you're one of the people that's always told me like there's no stupid questions. Um, there isn't, and if no. you want to get booked, I, Jake Jake Shore Drive said this on uh, yep. the Get Down podcast, and I've or, I already had that mindset, but it was nice to hear somebody who has blown up so much kind yeah. of reiterate it. If you want a gig, ask for it. If you don't know who to ask, ask somebody. If you don't know who to, like, you know, it just ask the question. That and, backfired me recently. Uh, it's, it's unfortunate, but we'll, we could talk about that off air. But that so that that and that kind of concept, the you know ask this ask you know a person who sometimes that can backfire on you because they feel threatened because they only get one or two dates there a month and then oh man now i might only get one because they're going to book so and so you know i I don't even mean going to djs so another thing that i learned recently that i'll piggyback on closed mouths don't get fed is bosses speak to bosses right so we're bosses and if you want to get into a venue you don't speak to djs about it obviously you need to be a part of the community um but you go you find you ask a bartender, hey, do you know who does the bookings here? Oh, okay, now you know. Now, you don't just go up and meet somebody and the first thing you say is, hey, can I get a gig here? But if you, let's say it's a venue that you've never played before, start showing up and start asking those questions. Like, get to know the staff, get to know the bar, like the manager. Yeah. Get to know who books it and then ask the question. If you don't, ask, like the worst that can happen is you get a no. Yeah. The worst, oh, yeah. The worst that can happen is you don't get booked there, but you weren't booked there anyway, so who cares? Who gives a shit? Yeah. 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 
Um, this kid's got a great head on his shoulders. Yeah, you got to eliminate the fear of rejection is what he's saying. Yeah, great head on your shoulders. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Um, we talked about that earlier, too. That's, you know, something that other people, I think, notice within him. And that's why I gave, I don't want to say I gave you a chance, but, you know, the reason why when you call me, like, I'm happy to pick up and answer a question, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's and that's what I said, man. I, I, I don't know if this was in the unrecorded part or the recorded part. Because <laughs> we got it on film. We have, we have <laughs> it on film, nine minutes. I might put that out, up as an outtake or a YouTube short. Because yeah. we are now on YouTube. Shouts out YouTube. Yeah. Shouts out to YouTube. I, I, episodes one through 28 are up there. I still got 10 more to go, and then I'll be on season two. But nice. they're audio only because it's, you know, work in progress. But, uh, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Okay, what I was gonna say, man. Hey, you thought you were. You, I don't know. You said you thought you said something earlier. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I said your support system, because you're friends with a lot of people now. Yeah. Especially, but the people that I think that were with you from the start, me, Kurt, yep. Soho, Nine, Mixology. Yep. I think we played a big part in grooming you to the DJ you are now. Yeah. yeah. And you, I, you're killing it. <laughs> I'm just going to come out and say it. I appreciate when it. When I look at your schedule, I'm like, I remember when I had like doubles on a day and like mm-hmm. sometimes you'll do triples, which is Those are rough. That was like they're rough, but they're worth it financially. <laughs> financially, yeah, but for your brain, dude, for your brain, your brain oh, yeah. gig, you're like, I got to play till 4 a.m. Uh, dude, next, I think it's this Saturday, I have a double. I, I have to do Barstool Happy Hour and then do my DJ day thing at Stratus. Yeah. So nice. that's going to be a long day for me, but. It's great pay wise. Yeah, hundred percent. You know what I mean? It's great. You know, what I mean, I'll take those happy hours all day long. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. But I love, I love to see it, and I just wanted to tell you, and like your graphics too. I know you're doing your own now, right? Yeah. So that's actually something that, and uh, sh- shouts out to Nine because Nine is also in the graphics world. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. actually in the graphics world. Yeah. I I went to school for graphic design. I have a good eye for it. I don't necessarily always know what I'm doing, but again, I. Ask questions, not yeah. stop. I'm on YouTube University all so the time. I, I just had a I just had a ten year old girl show me how to do something on iMovie that I couldn't figure oh, that's out. Dope. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's real humble. Yeah, <laughs> dude. And I went to school for a digital media production, so yeah. I felt dumb. Mm. But we never used iMovie. I was using like Final Cut and stuff. So I was like, is iMovie? Can you even chroma key in iMovie? And then it does it for you automatically. Oh, and I didn't dope. know that. You just had to click one button, and I just couldn't figure it out. She showed yeah. me. Well, with with graphics, Shout like to her, I just <laughs> she's like dumbass. <laughs> you should tag her in the video. I know. I that's probably illegal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I so I I forget what it was like, and I respect everybody's craft. So like, I'm never gonna be like that's too high of a price. But I forget yeah. I asked somebody for like a flyer one day, and it was gonna be like forty dollars, and that's like for a business that makes sense. Like you pay that for marketing and yada yada yada. When I'm only making a couple hundred bucks for a gig, yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. not spending money on that. And then I also realized like I wanted a new way to show people what my schedule was, but keep them on my page without just posting a fly or whatever. And I so, love this technique that you did. Yeah, so I, I made a banner. It's a three-part. Basically, it's one post, but it's over three, and you cut it into three, and you, you have to keep deleting them and reposting them so that they are in order and whatever. So I started with that, but I found a website, and I wanted to make a tutorial, and I still do want to make a tutorial on this. Um they have templates and oh, yeah. if, and whether you buy or you can subscribe to this other site, um, I'm going to save it for the video, but the site, uh, you can subscribe and get free templates and just download them, you know, license free, whatever you're good. Or you can pay $10 for a template and I pay for Photoshop. So 
you go in, you modify it, you yeah. work, you you look at you, you found reverse, the hack. Yeah, you reverse engineer it. You know, you figure out what they did to make it look like that. You change a couple of things, and next thing you know, you have your own flyers. Right. So you save yourself, you know, thirty to forty dollars every time if you're doing five gigs in a week, three gig, even three gigs. You know, that's a lot of money for flyers if they're not making it for you. Mm-hmm. So, Facts. I think, uh, dude, self sufficiency in this whole thing, like that's it's especially when you're on a kind of a fixed income. Yeah, dude, it's you know at the end of the month how based on how many gigs you have, how much you're gonna make. Yeah, it's like, like my flyers aren't glamorous. My my breakdowns aren't glamorous. Like your 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 graphics game came up a lot, Kurt. Yeah, it's Canva. That's all. And it I'm is. just saying, bunch of templates. Yeah, but you got crazy <laughs> with Canva. But what I'm saying is, from where you started and now, I think what Jimmy just said is that you start to see it. You're yeah, like that looks stupid. That looks yeah. okay. You, I, sometimes I, you don't even really like what you put I've out. I complimented just, you a couple times, and I I kind of helped you in the beginning too. I was yeah, like, yo, you throw a stroke on this or do that. I would say it's very basic. It's it, I mean, it's an absolute must nowadays. Can you not agree? You know, you oh, gotta yeah. be telling yeah. people constantly from Monday to Friday. I'm still waiting. <laughs> Nugget, me and Nugget are supposed to collab on a reel. Still don't see it. Uh, my gig is at my gig is in two hours. Shut that nugget. It's unfortunately relevant to stay up on top of social media, and it's just oh like yeah, it's it's a part of your job, whether yeah, oh, or not dude. you like to do it. Oh, dude, it's, yeah. it's a part of your job, and you know? and it's it's very important to look the part, do the part, like and Amen. and then and then be the part. So right. I think if you're not doing that already, you need to retake a look at your social media. I, I don't mean to be rude. But I'm just uh, just double tracking with him. Are you, are we doing this real or what? Because yeah. we did a funny, <laughs> we did a funny skit. Kind of, well, it's kind of he kind of just recorded me doing a skit at Bingo. Yeah. So I was like, because I'm taking over Bingo on Wednesdays for JD McGillicuddy's. Awesome. And I'm hype about it. I'm making it my own. He's letting me do my. I'm doing a pop punk versions and stuff. He's gonna really let me make it my own, which is super super thankful that he's even letting me do it. Yeah. And, and uh, it's still Nuggets Bingo, or it's still going? Nuggets Bingo, okay. but Tonka edition. Okay. Uh, and then it'll be pop punk edition stuff like that. Love that. Yeah. I'm trying and to I, think of a name, and nothing's coming to me. Oh, of course. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> It'll come to me. But we definitely should make a Jose Sace uh, sticker too for you. Yeah, I'm definitely down for Jose and the 007. Yeah, 006. Sorry. Yeah, but um, so social media. I think with both of you guys, your 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 social media game is great on both ends because one, you don't just sh- like you're you're kind of like me in a way where you don't just show the nightlife. Kurt he shows his kids and having his family life you show rona you know taylor like all your like close friends and i i just like that about how your social media is you mm-hmm. yeah you're not you have to be yeah you're not portraying a character and i think that's why you guys are so popular is because yeah. people can relate yeah like the dad djs of the world could definitely relate to you mm-hmm. the bartender moms can definitely relate to you yep. stuff like that yeah and the dog people of you and yeah. like the espresso martini people yeah lovers in the world you know what i mean and your fashion sense too so I appreciate like, that a lot besides that mustache i, I think you're doing a great job <laughs> yeah, no, the stash has got me so much more I, love what i will say though is like now that your hair is back to a different color and the and like the stash is a diff- it looks a lot better now. i appreciate that it matches your eyebrows yeah. <laughs> No, look, at the end of the day with this, with social media, like, bro, you need to, and I model myself, I'll be honest, after John Summit with that. Okay. John John Summit does not, dude, like, he gets posted all the time. Like, he'll be, like, checking a girl out, like, on, like, 
he'll be on like acid in like Tulum. He'll be like looking at a girl like and get rejected, but he doesn't care, and he'll real repost it. And then like he'll be all like he gets rejected by. I don't. I find that hard. to No, believe. but it, it's. I mean, dude, it's it's the world. You don't like, think there's somebody that just doesn't realize who he is? Yeah, exactly. You know I mean, it's got to be somebody. Yeah, he doesn't look like a like. Uh, he's not very. If you're not looking for him, right? Yeah, if you right, don't yeah. know any type of house music, you might not know what he looks. Yeah, like. and so I think like it's very important. Like just just how like goofy and weird. Like if you look at his Twitter, it's the same thing. Like it's just him. Like just. And that's how I am as a person is just word vomit. And like when it comes to my stories, like I'm not hiding anything. And it's funny because I'll follow or do business on Instagram where somebody like asked me to, to play a gig. And I'm like, dude, if they if they're looking at my Saturday night stories, like they're going to be like, this kid's crazy. <laughs> but like luckily it hasn't hindered me yet. I mean, I just think I always I live my life by this too. A quarter mile of time. Professional. <laughs> yeah, that I am professionally unprofessional. I know I have a good head on my shoulders. I know my mom would beat the hell out of me if I if I didn't if I if I was impolite. But I know how to be unprofessional. But then when it's time to speak and be responsible and respectful and and polite, I know when to flick that switch. And and I like people to see both sides of me. Yeah, you know? I like that. And I, so I think a lot of people when they make their social media like just fitness influenced or stuff like that, I think you lose that organicness. Yep. of followers you know what i'm saying um so i think like you're just overall gonna you're, you're you got a good head on your shoulders you're doing social media right i think you're on your way up my friend i, I appreciate can see it. it i can see it this year man and yeah. i heard a little birdie told me i was sitting at the bar mcgillicuddy's and this this uh uk uh, accented friend came walking in. Hey, mate, how are you? I don't know if that's right. That's probably Australian. And he told me that you guys are working together. Shout out oh, yeah. to Mozart. Shouts out to Mo, dude. One of yeah. my best friends. Yeah, so I met Mo by mistake. Uh, we I didn't know he, he was bartending at Drinkers or Pitchers. Drinkers, pitchers, Pitchers. pitchers. Yeah. And I, go, I used to go in there and play darts every once in a while mm-hmm. on, after Wings. And I met him by mistake. And he was like, oh, like I'm Mo. Like, I think you know we know each other, whatever. Started hooking me up at the bar, which is phenomenal. Then I found out he was a DJ. No idea. And then he was more on the production side. And, and I yeah. ran into him. Uh, me and Grizz, I think we we're sitting there last week. And he he hit me, told me about it. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, that's dope, dude. Yeah. Uh, so what's like, you want to talk about that? Yeah. So, dude, this year. So, okay. Uh, one of the things that I've noticed, and this is going to be, it's going to be funny because we're going to put this date again. And we're going to do this a year from now again. Uh, well, will we put it in the calendar? <laughs> we're put, we're it, be the, I think that should be the last thing we do okay. is put it in the calendar. Okay. And Kurt, I want okay. you here too. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> so look, so. You're by mistake. It won't even fucking. Right? Oh, this, is, yeah. this is like an announcement almost. So, okay. So this year, 2024, is the year that I hone in on like becoming an artist. Okay. And, yeah. and becoming uh, more than just like a gig DJ, you yeah. know? And like, right. there's nothing against that at all, but it's not what I want for me. And I've played a couple gigs recently. I got burnt out at the end of this year. Um, so, and anybody going through that at all, you know, if you feel yourself like slipping at all, just like chill for a little bit. Like, you mm-hmm. don't need to be in the studio every day just to be in the studio and say you did it. Like, if you're not in it, you're not in it. And I had to call myself out and be like, you need a fucking break. So, I had a couple a couple instances where uh, my set wasn't as as good as it should have been, um, and I was playing in gigs that I was not kind of like creative, um, and I wasn't able to express myself as a DJ uh, the way that I wanted to. 
and I absolutely hated it. Yeah. Like every second of it. <laughs> Sorry. Like, He's fucking with me. I was trying to say, is it cold? There's cold ones out here. I know. Wait, he can said, I hold an, it. Can I crack another one? Yeah. Yeah. It's 200 mags of caffeine. You should. Dude, I'd, I'd take like two grand. Well, a take, day. Uh, yeah, take one off the table. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. It's delicious, dude. Well, it's oh, this one's ice cold. Yeah, okay, give him that one for promotion now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, shouts. We're not just throwing them. Shouts out to the fridge. Shouts out to Rain. This is delicious. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Cheers. I got the kiwi. I never had a kiwi before. Before in my life. Cheers so. to the Kiwi. I'm hoping it's good. Cheers to the Kiwi. Is no it? drinks over the board. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> Dude. So, sorry, to, sorry to cut you off there. No, you're good, man. So so I played, I was playing gigs where I was like, dude, why am I like, I don't even like this. And like one of the yep. things that I said, and I take this quote from Tiesto, the day this feels like a job is the day I stop. Yeah. Like obviously take that with a grain of salt. You're working and, and you should be doing, you got to be busy, especially if you do just this. But uh, it just reminded me that like I don't uh, I want to play venues and I want to play underground stuff and I want to play in different environments and I think you get caught up in the in the rat race of just like running around to gig to gig you know I need to fill this schedule and stuff so this year is the year that I really hone in on learning to produce I just paid I'm actually going to be working with uh, Kurtz at Ferrari Academy um, I signed up for his Ferrari's the man wait are you doing the I'm doing the beginner not the mashup oh uh, okay I'm doing the mashup right I, the mashup like I'll do that later he's gonna do it again but I just he's gonna dude he's gonna Ferrari's working with me right now he, yeah. I'm like working I'm like working with a child with a low IQ him he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna skyrocket I need to do the course like four times before I truly understand it but Jimmy's been um, really putting time into the production stuff, and I know Ferrari at a personal level now after working with him for well over at least 24 straight man hours yeah. and personal stuff. Once Jimmy figures out the true formula at the end of the year, I won't be surprised. Like when he gets, we just talked about it with the DJ. So if he keeps the same momentum in terms of like wanting it, wanting it, wanting it, and like you said, taking those breaks when necessary, giving yourself the creative freedom to be able to do things. I have no doubt that he'll do. He'll replicate what he's done in the DJing stuff. And yeah, the productions. Yeah. So talk talk about what this is. I never heard about this. So Ferrari Production Academy is it's just formal training. So he online or first yeah. one, dude, and online. he's he's a beast he's killing it. it. Yeah. It, so if you can cut this. Tell him I, you know. Yeah. He's he's the man. He dude, can rock. Yeah. He rocks. So yeah. I signed up like when I first started a year ago. Okay. Well, uh, it's a year and a half. It'll be two years in June. Year and a half ago, I st I bought this course for seven hundred dollars. Jesus Christ! Stupid. It was this guy Phil Harris. He's a good guy. I just couldn't. I wasn't understanding how he was teaching, and there was a lot to digest. Yep. And it just it wasn't resonating with me. I went to the get down meetup with you. Who else did we go with? It was me, Martin. I think smooth. Uh, smooth. Yeah, it was us three. Somebody we went okay. down. All right, and cool. so I heard Parari did a um, a master class on how to make a mashup, which we're doing right now. And when he did it live, everything that he said, the way he articulates, just even his voice, yep. everything down to the tone, like I was locked in. And being locked in, I was like, dude, like, you know, I, I know, I understand production now. Like, I yeah. understand how to add effect. I understand it a lot with production, yep. but I don't get it yet. And I don't know yeah. stuff like that I need to, like chords and melodies. And so that stuff, that stuff um, is taught. Yeah, and yeah. so I need a formal training, right? But I paid for this class, and I was like, dude, I hated this. And then I, I saw that he had done Ferrari's Academy, mm -hmm. and then I went, and I actually recently hung out with Martin, and I and Martin showed Martin me a lot of his stuff. Martin is incredibly Gosh, talented. Do you know, I don't know if you listen to his episode on here. 
He makes all the beats for his recaps himself. Yeah, yeah, he dude, that sounds about normal. And that's probably on the easy side. Like I see, I see his physical work it's when he insane. sends homework. Yeah. So when I sends homework, I can look at the breakdowns of how he made stuff, and it's. I'm not saying that what he does is simple, but what he makes complex out of a simple thing is. It's incredible. Very, yeah, it's very. He's really great at it. He showed yeah, me some of his. I'm gonna text like, him to make sure he listens to this. Yeah, some of the work <laughs> and progresses that he has, like he showed me, and like just looking at. You know, looking at the file or looking at his Ableton project, you can see, you know, there's like groups and there's all this stuff, all these layers and automations and whatever. And just like he's so into it. But what's the common denominator? And and same. This guy Solano is dope. Angel the Kid is dope. Uh, I just I just met. Uh, well, via the internet, uh, Angel the Kid, he put out a Blink-182 Miss You remix. Yep. Sick as fuck. Shout out to Nugget. He put me on it. And I just put, I just reposted it for him. And then he hit me up and was like, yo, 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 what's your, what's your email? I'll send you, I'll send you to him. Cause I told him I was yeah. going to play it on the radio. And he was like, yo, I'll send you all my shit. Play it on the radio. Please Dude, play he's, it. Yep. And so the, the common denominator between all these dope artists is like, they all either know or worked with or went to Parari Production Academy. No shit. So he, I was, dude, and, and I'm the telling you, join. The yeah, crazy I just, thing is, I just yeah. met uh, Fuse Mania through Nine. Okay, yeah. And he makes a lot of stuff. He's a Cincinnati Reds DJ. Oh. Yeah, he he does that podcast on direct music service with Drew. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so the I haven't listened. I got to check it out. Drew, we, met, we met even Steve the other day. He's Yeah, dope. he came He's to cool Barstool, and he makes his own ad. Dude, he sent, He makes so much edits. He was like, yeah, I made 20 to him. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! He's, he is. Insane. I said it in the smooth group chat. I used to make segue edits. Like it'll start with the normal track and then segue yep. into like a remix. Yep. I'm about to start doing that again because you should. My SoundCloud shit used to pop off. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And right now it's very popular to do so. Yeah. So I'm just. Like, are you playing? Are you? Would you play to? <laughs> I do two, segues. Would Would you do? Would you play a four minute record though? If it transitions, segue you just gotta into make a another short, one. A short edit. Well, now you're, you're not understanding what a segue is. The segue is the plays the normal. I mean, just. And then it segues it into, into two remix. minutes and thirty seconds instead of four. Yeah, so just right. oh, okay. you know what I mean. Like even if it's a short edit, you take the best verse that you like. You know what I mean. You can yeah, pull yeah, it out. Yeah. You can make it longer if you I want to. I used to. I used to. I used to do like the chorus of the normal and then segue into like a different drop. Yeah, yeah. yeah I used yeah. to do those too. And even segueing from one song to another, like one of the biggest ones, and I deleted. I'm so mad I deleted it. Was the Frank Sinatra New York New York into Empire State of Mind? I have, I guess. But, but I have, I don't know if this is the regular version. I found it online, but it's just Frank Sinatra and Empire. Yeah. This one, the one that I had was 128 going down to 87 yeah. or something. I was yep. like, this is the best. Edit. Yeah. Because everybody's. Shout out to a, a DJ from the past, Eddie Edge. He sent me that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah back when he was doing the pool. I loved it. So, so yeah, that's, and like, and with the production thing too, like another thing, uh, I noticed. And you could probably understand, but you're you're good at segueing it. Is there's two ways you can DJ, right? Right. You could DJ like a nightclub, right? The beat. There's always a kick going. There's always yeah. something happening, and it's just to keep people moving, 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 moving. But then you could DJ like if you listen to a festival, like they'll play a song, mm-hmm. and after the song is done, or like when they're transitioning, they they usually reverb out, and you hear like this. Whoosh, yeah. And then the vocals yeah. come in and yep. it's like it adds this huge effect and like people get yep. so excited for the next song. Scooter whatever. does that a lot. But but here's the problem is like nightclubs. There's so many dope edits that I have that that have that whoosh. And it the, even that five seconds of washing out the kick. Everybody's like, why did I stop dancing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not, So one of the things that I want to start doing as I'm learning production more just to put put pieces of things out to help other DJs and, and you nine and um and with the segues, you guys have always said like. Make stuff for yourself. So one of the things that I want to do is take these edits that I already have 
and just add like a, a, a quieter kick, but just a kick behind it. Yeah. So that it keeps that momentum going. So when I segue, it still has that whoosh and like the wash. Well, you could out. just take the, the eight bar from the beginning and just put it really low. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So there's the, yeah. But like I said, Ferrari, dope. How awesome much is guy. his class? I want to say it's like three hundred something. Is he uh, local? He's well, not local. The, the no, he's well, he's from uh, like the Hoboken, New York. I wonder if area. I can get him on I the pod. He, I think he moved. You out. Should yeah. Oh my God, dude, he he does the get that. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you what. I have a class with him on Monday. I'll tell him about I'll, like off the side. I'll send your information and all that stuff, and I'll tell him that we talked about him. Yeah, I would love that. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, well, I would love to have him on. The last thing I wanted to add to that small is business. the reason that the reason that I like him is because I. It was annoying at first, but I reached out to him just to get basic info. I knew I just wanted to do this beginner class. I reached out to him for info. Dude made me join his Discord server, not subscribe or anything, but just join the server. He picked a time. He said, can I give you a call? And I was like, D- you could just type all this stuff out. Like You probably should have this like copy and paste go. But he was like, can I give you a call? Yeah, Dude, he's 30 minutes on the phone with me explaining everything, asking about me, what I want to do, how I'm... And I was wow. like, just the fact... He in two even- years, if he becomes the next A-Craze or whatever it might be, this fucking place is going to... He's going to need people to staff it and stuff. He's yeah. It's a great time to get in right now because he has the time to work directly with you. It was 300 bucks, you said? Dude, it's, I don't, it's worth a grant, in my opinion. So, no, but I think the beginner is no. like around three, right, for the first... Yeah, just the, about. And yeah. then, like, you know, he's even... For people who have returned, he's even giving you a 10% discount just because you keep coming to his classes. And is then it you could do uh, private Ableton lessons. or Logic? It's Ableton. Ableton, it's yeah. The, Ableton's the one you should be on right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get Logic for free. That's what I was I wondering. started on Logic, and I... I went like a year just like messing with it, trying to figure it out. Every tutorial is in Ableton. And then when you use Ableton, the workflow is like so much quicker. Yeah, I have a copy of Ableton, so it's the best. Yeah, yeah. I have the beta right now. It's awesome. I paid for the full thing. Just buy it. Yeah, just buy it. I have a a cracked version, so that's probably that, man. Join your journey the way that's supposed to be. You already have the setup, the speaker. Like, you can do everything right here. I have a sub now, too. I got to hook it up. And it's so fun, dude. Yeah. And you should have a good version of everything. You deserve it to yourself. I'm learning now about all the plugins. The plugins are like, that's my like crack kind of. It's like, oh, I. I could change the kick in this certain way. It's so you went from DJ endless, DJ dude. equipment to effects on Ableton. Oh, well, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm looking for the free ones right now. So. <laughs> but there are, there are a lot of ones that are really good, and other yeah. ones that you use once and it's yeah, worth yeah. it. So it's uh, you know Jimmy could probably speak a lot more. To it's that. pay yeah. to play. Like it's it. You really realize like and same thing with Ableton. I didn't. I had Logic for free. The trial you can crack the trial every time it re- you can reset the timer. Yeah, yeah. It's a full program, but then. I find, and I I even cheaped out. I had a buddy who has a who's in school right now, and I used his student ID to get forty percent off. So you can always Whatever. do that. Yeah. But I I finally spent the money on Ableton, and that opened this door. And then I started getting into sample packs and presets for Serum and um and audio effects. And you start buying these plugins, and you're like, wait, this is how these people move. They move yeah. so quick because this one plugin does. 17 things at once with yeah. just the, the switch of a button or an automation and you're like I just spent 10 hours trying to figure out how to do this yep. and I could have just spent, spent $50 on the plugin and I would have been fine. Ozone's great. Kickstarter 2's yep. great. Yeah. Like, um, nine nine uses a, he was using Ozone to master my yeah, podcast. Exa- exactly. Dude and like if you just spend an hour a day just being like alright today I'm going to learn how to make my own claps or I'm going to learn how to revert like then it's one less thing but it takes so a lot 
longer than you can even really imagine. It's reps. It's a really like he said. Yeah, you you like you have to. It's it has to become your video game. Yeah, it has yeah. to become like whatever you do as a hobby. But you can do it. I just you play I, Call of Duty with me, so it's going to take a lot of reps for me. Um, I'm usually right off to the side, like and then like, <laughs> yeah. drop it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm terrible at that fucking game. It's stop. rough. Everybody's good. Kurt didn't even game. invite me to play last night. That's he bad, won't yeah. pick up any other gun but the pistol they give him out of the plane. <laughs> 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 I say I almost saved your ass with that pistol the one game. He had the clip of it. I love that, dude. I'm so bad at video. That is games. so funny. But I'm there for more comedic relief. Just yeah. like in real life. I'm here for this He's comedic like going relief. to play golf, but like he just drives the cart. You know what I mean? Yeah, like drives, that's but I can drive the shit out of a golf ball, but in that. the wrong, well, in the wrong fairway. Different. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> hey, as long as you can get them from point A to point B, you're chilling. Yeah. So he has like four wins and we <laughs> like, he's just like right. I want I one at the very end of the game, I'm sorry, we're going to video games. But at the very end of the game, I bought you. It was just like, just stay floating. Like, don't do yeah. that. Don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> like coming out of the chopper, just like, Go don't ahead. don't yeah. drop the parachute. Get to the chopper. Stay there. All right. Go back to DJing. I'm sorry. No, actually, this is a good segue. If people are still listening 43 minutes in, you play Call of Duty. Make sure you want to make sure you join our parties because they're don't they're, add me. They're pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's let's dive into more about. I, I do want to talk about the second half of 2023 with you, but yes. let's talk about how you balance. Because I, I I know it sounds you know uh it sounds weird, but you have you know a growing dog at home. You have a social life. How are you? How are you finding that balance now that you're busier? Um, I would say like giving myself a couple like. My Mondays and Tuesdays, and my now that Eagles are done, my Sundays, RIP. Um, yeah. Now that my Sundays are are opening up a little bit, um, I try and give me myself those three days because yeah. I want like three days to be able to you know just focus. But dude, realistically, like you know the uh, the hardest part is trying to do more things during the day yeah. to keep my momentum, like with production and stuff, and like organizing music. Yeah, and so for. Like with when it comes to the dog, I got blessed. I have the best dog in the whole world. Rona's the best. She yeah. literally like she's grown up now. She's like she's four, so she can sleep all day. She can go out all day. It doesn't matter. I have the best roommate ever, Tay. Shouts out Tay. He he helps me so much with her. Um, and well, I feel like he doesn't mind taking care of her either. He, he loves yeah. her almost as much as I love her. Which yeah, is, yeah. And that's so rare with a roommate. You know, I like the picture that you guys use the cutout of her wearing his hat, his her Phillies hat. Oh, dude, Phillies we got hat. another one. I'll, sh- I'll, I'll actually. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So show it to this camera right here. This one, I got you. No, so I've been really blessed with that. Um, when it comes to social stuff, it, I've realized that like I'm out all the time. Like I don't need to be any more social than I already am. Um, because you it's were doing just, that that uh, espresso martini thing with Jules for a while, right? I, no, I only did one of those. Oh, uh, okay. I was trying to do a halal thing where I was doing halal heat reviews. That didn't work. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It was a good idea. Um, but yeah, no, it's, dude, I mean, I'm always on my phone. Um, one thing that I do is, you know, everybody knows this about me. I drink a lot. Uh, it, I'm fine with it. It doesn't affect me like that. Um, but I don't let it. So, like, I go out, you know. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and some Sundays. I used to be like that. Especially when I'm working, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't get out of out of control, but, like, I mean, there are nights, you know? And one of the things that I live by is you need to get up every day before 12 o'clock. I'm up every day by... by <laughs> no, I, Sorry, dude, I'm, I'm up every day by, by 10 o'clock, whether I want to or not. Like, I have to. I need to start doing that. I slept till 1 today. Twelve thirty. God bless you. I got two kids. I'm up seven thirty no matter what. And we play we play video games till four in the morning. (laughs) 
How do you That's function? Why I just laughed when he said before Swanson. <laughs> Dude, I wish. <laughs> oh, my God. No, you it's don't. real, though. You just don't. We just have fun and when we can. But he's right. He's right. You got to get up early. I'm well, sorry. I didn't mean to laugh. Like no, so, no starting next week, no bullshit. And I want you to call me if I'm not up. With start, starting next week, I want you to call me every day you wake up. And then so I get up. No, Rhino used to do it. <laughs> yeah. And the, down the shore, Rhino would. Oh, oh snap. Shout out to Eagles this camera hat. with the Eagles hat, Rona. <laughs> I love that. Oh. We, put, we put hats on her and she hates it. Yeah, I can yeah, tell. That's it. <laughs> that, uh, sounds, that sounds about par for the course. Right. No, I, dude, waking up is huge. So, like, I, my biggest thing is, uh, and this is like adding to the tips of like what has helped me a lot is, bro, like, we work nightlife, right? And I have, I have for 10 years, whether it's DJing or not. Dude, just because our life is from, you know, between four and eight until two in the morning doesn't mean the world stops. So, like, the world's hours are yep. from eight in the morning until five or six at night. Yeah. So, if you are sleeping until four, you have four, or until one, you have four hours, three hours, whatever, to, like, be a part of the world. Right. And then, like, you're, then now you're just a part of the nightlife. So, I'm really glad you're saying this because it's really taking a toll on my life. Like, it's sleeping, huge, dude. Sleeping and- late. It's okay to be tired. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you get up at 10. You're like, fuck, dude, I'm so tired. I need coffee. You have a coffee. You're like, that didn't do shit. <laughs> you, have a, you have another coffee. You're like, okay, what, what can I do? Like, what do I need well, to Kurt do? Well, Kurt just drank two uh, rainstorms. I'm waiting for him to start bouncing off the dude, walls. I'm, I'm halfway through. This I'm is banging. Asleep. Really? Uh, yeah. Energy so. drinks do nothing for you? I'll just be honest with you. Like, when you're truly tired, like, you'll just fall asleep wherever. Yeah, you know, I'm you the same just, way. And I'm not encouraging anyone to stay up past you know standard life cycle but if you work in nightlife you know that like if i'm out till two or three in the morning i'm only going to pay for it the next day so my incentive to get home and get showered and take you know what i mean and get ready for bed is very high normally i'm lucky because kate gets up normally at least a half hour before me and starts the day for me so there's a lot of like that but then i'm also lucky too if i on a Tuesday, send them to daycare. I could revamp and do that, or I could spend three hours um, doing production time. So you, I don't think most people without children, not to say that anybody doesn't appreciate their standard time, like when we're done here, I'm home and I'm a dad, whereas everybody else gets to play video games or do whatever. If you were on like a little bit earlier last night, my son was next to me, asking me questions, doing that, the other thing. Like you're just, your attention has... It's completely reverted. So yeah. I have found a newfound respect for both parents and appreciation for my free time. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, you know, what Jimmy's saying is, is that without that, without forcing him, he's forcing himself yeah. to do that, to get up earlier, to do all of that. Yeah. And so. I, really, I really appreciate you saying that because uh, I know I go to bed late, obviously. Um, I try to stay in the same time as nightlife so i don't like i'm not falling asleep in my gig you know yeah. you know really tired falling asleep getting home so uh like rhino used to do in the summer for me because if I, he didn't call me to go to the gym in the morning i wasn't gonna go yep you know what i mean so he would call me like 10 11 in the morning and we went to bed at like five dude yeah. he's he's a monster between the stuff that he's doing with the um with his company with the yeah. remodeling and then working at night dude, he blew he, up he, yeah yeah he i'm, I'm trying to get him on the podcast but he's so busy good i want to get him, him on yeah yeah i, I want to get him out the one day it's like yeah, i saw that people i was yeah. like and i'll thank you for that by the way no, i do of course like I, everybody need at the end of the day like i, I stand on three pillars it's creativity collaboration mm. and uh this camera still on creativity collaboration and community. The three right? C's. The three C's. Hey, I it's, uh, it's, started uh, it. No, seriously. And so, like, 
it's it's big like dude you you need to collaborate right because you don't know you don't know everything so you yeah. need to collaborate with people you need to be creative because everything has already been done so like figure out a way to yeah. be creative and do it your way and make it yours and also you need a good community around you because if yep. you have a shit community, your life's going to suck anyways. The third Facts. one's really important because yeah. like a lot of people are very, I don't want to say egotistical. I mean, uh, there's that too. But like they think that helping someone else is going to mess them up. You know what I mean? And Jimmy's a great example of like, I've done nothing but want to give to this kid. Am I any less booked because of helping him? You know no. what I mean? And I think just, I wish more people thought that way or at least trying to, right. you know, consider those things. It's yeah. like, I'm never going to mess you up being like, hey, you should collaborate with this person. We'll get with this. They're only going to be like, he actually cares about what it is that I'm doing. And I think more people just need to yeah. actually care. There's a yeah. fourth C. Well, <laughs> cir well, circle, care, circle. Yeah. Yeah. Caesar, Caesar of the world, bro. Yeah. Well, it's also cunt, so. Wait, I should have, I should have, wait, hold on. I could have, uh. <laughs> I could have beat that. Let's try it on time. Ready? No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely got like I took a page out of and like kind of adding to that is like I've it's been a full circle moment for me uh, because shouts out my buddy Joey Ferg. He's mm -hmm. still in college. Goes to Stockton. Kid's a ripper. Like yeah, the dude is almost. Uh, he's one of the best house music DJs I've ever met. He's fantastic. Really? And and he's spent his money like his work like hard earned money on Beatport. To buy tracks to be able to play them for other people. It's not like he's just on a on a record pool like downloading. He never got a hard drive. Never got help from anybody. He just like he spent like seven hundred bucks in a month on just music. Easily. And yeah. like oh, and it yeah, was, that my hat came off to him, and I I gave him a shot at Gardendale one yeah. time. We went back to back. I remember you telling me about. And it. now he's a resident there. And, it, and wow. it's like to be able to pass that torch to somebody, yep. you know, like I'm. It it felt so good, and it didn't. I don't play at Gardendale anymore, but it was like, did it hurt me to give him an opportunity to play no. there? No. And same that's just, that's also, um, that's just like good karma for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all that kind of stuff, the good stuff you put in this world is going to come back to you tenfold. Pay it forward. You, you don't have kids. It's a similar feeling where it's like you're giving something to someone that yeah. you feel like you're helping them. Yeah. And it's a wonderful feeling that I don't think a lot of people get to experience. So because I feel that somewhat consistently now yeah it's it's even more wanting to to help other people so you know I, mean? I can see kurt jr being the next tiger woods damn skippy <laughs> i guess we're gonna have to play a lot more golf to, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gotta you, chill with those production classes yeah i know <laughs> i can't wait for the day that little kurt can come golfing with us i can't yeah. wait for that that's gonna be fun that or call of duty or yeah, both. yeah he, he can just ride in the middle <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> be he was playing last night he was like i want to be the bunny <laughs> So, so do I, Kurt Jr. Yeah, yeah. So do I. So do I. <laughs> I don't want to pay for the fucking <laughs> the fucking suit. <laughs> That's how bad I suck. <laughs> I have to pay for things. But you're dropping some bombs here, like knowledge bombs for the especially these younger oh, yeah. DJs. I hope people are still listening 53 minutes in. I do have a pretty good consumption rate. I have like 80, 85% consumption rate. So I'm pretty sure people are still listening, which is great. Um, and I. Straight. I really appreciate you coming in today. You, you again, Kurt. You guys are big supporters of the podcast, and I really do appreciate it. Um, so let's let's dive into the second part of 2023. I know your summer was lit. You were doing day shifts at Doville, night shifts at Shenanigans. You played White Briar. You were all down the shore. Yeah, you slept on our couch. I can't remember the times. one day was it Memorial Day weekend. You were like, dude, I haven't been home in like five days. No, dude, no. I'll, hold on, I'll, I'll and I'll. I'll That's actually a good way that. to kick off summer. And then yeah. Go into it. So. Yeah. I think it was Memorial Day. I'm pretty I had sure a gig, it was. I had a gig at Shenanigans. Yep. No, no, no. I You're had, wearing a um a cheetah print yeah, like shirt. So, yeah. No, so dude, this is so funny. I went. Uh, I did a daytime gig or 
Yeah, it was a daytime. No, I went to John Summit in AC. Got blammered. I was there, it was, so I remember seeing you. There. It was yeah. the best. I had. Do you remember seeing him? I, was, I did. Well, okay. barely, but yes, I remember yeah. seeing him. <laughs> Shouts out my boy Dave. We we got into behind the DJ booth because he paid for the paid the bouncer to let us in. I literally was like like next to one of my idols, like watching him like live. It was sick. So did that. Then we had the smooth event takeover at Whitebriar. And I don't know if you guys remember that one, but it was so hot in Dude, there. It was, Your I was sweat awful. was sweating. It yeah. was disgusting, but we had such... Frank never put shoes on. <laughs> Dude, it was so was, gross. That was when he played Peppa's five times in a row. Yeah. Shouts out Frank Nitty. Uh, <laughs> he won't come on the podcast. It was uh, so hot. He won't. Well, <laughs> just because of work or something? Uh, no, nah, he just won't do it. Oh, what a weirdo. Frank, you are a weirdo. We love you, though. <laughs> um, I love so, you. So, dude, yeah. we. So, I played White Bri- Whitebriar. That was the first time I played there, too. We all had a crazy night, right? We were, we're out. I was there, right? I'm pretty sure you were. Yeah, everyone was there. We had okay. a cooler that they kept bringing around. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah, so yeah. hot in there. I was like, yeah, I'm standing yeah. outside, and people were just trying to sneak in. And I remember you, <laughs> some random dude we didn't know, he's like, hey, open the door. And the door was open, and you pulled it shut. Oh. <laughs> so, so instead of opening it, you were like, no. <laughs> I remember being outside stuck with them. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was, so it was literally fogging the, the, yeah. the door. Mm-hmm. So we did that, right? Then... In the middle of that day, I remember Smoother texting me and being like, yo, Deauville needs somebody from 11 to 6. And I was like, oh, my idiot self. I'm like, I'm at John Summit Hammer. And I'm like, I'm down. I'll take it. So I take the gig, right? And then I also had shenanigans that uh, the next day at night. Or no, 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 that night. Same night. You're right, because so, you covered me. I don't know what I had to do that. Yeah, I'll but, look back, but you you covered me on yep. that stuff. So you're definitely right. You were at Dove. <laughs> I only planned on going down for the takeover, driving home changing and then coming back down for shenanigans but now i had no clothes i didn't even drive myself so i didn't have my car to go back home and get clothes and i'm sleeping on not a couch not the floor not a bed i'm sleeping on a corner cushion (laughs) (laughs) and i had my i remember i had my feet up on on this the qsc that the house qsc speaker and frank walks down and goes why are your feet? And I, I'm like eyes closed, pretending to sleep, but not sleeping yet because everybody was downstairs. He goes, "Why is his feet on my speaker?" He lifts my feet up, moves the speaker, and takes a smaller than the speaker stool and puts my feet on the stool. I'm like, dude, I just, just slept on the ground. Like, what are we doing? Wake up at 11, no shower, no change of clothes. I sweat like crazy at John Summit and at, at uh, the White Briar thing. And I was so disgusting at White Briar for those set. Mind you, I also played seven hours the first time. That was insane. And uh, and I go, everybody would come up and like try and dab me up. I was like, stay the fuck away from me. Like, please do not come near me. <laughs> Luckily, I got a shower after that. But yeah, that was that was a lot. Yeah, showered in your clothes. That's that would have been fun. Yeah, yeah. We had a washing machine at the house, just to so you know. Yeah, but I had no interim clothes. We could have put gave you a towel. Or- yeah, I don't know. I Smooth. jumped in the like I jumped eight, in the water eight, during Doville. Sat in the bathroom until you were done. Yeah, I yeah. went in the water during Doville, so that was you know that was. Is good that enough. normally a seven hour shift? I don't know, but it was. Uh, at first, when we started them, I think they they switched it up. Now it's like an hour off at the beginning and end, and it's like a four or five hour. Oh, okay, it paid, so, okay. Sure, it paid pretty well for that, especially for what it was. But yeah, yeah. it's one of my favorite places to be. Like uh, it's yeah, smooth. It's my new beach bar. Smooth. You know what I mean? It's like what I really wanted to. Smooth do. said he's going to offer you a couple because I did. He said he liked how I played. Yeah. Um, at the table. Saturdays, they're so chill, man. Yeah. Yeah. So it's you'll love fun. them. You're on the beach, yeah. you're in the wall. It gets All my new disco crate, baby. Uh, yeah, you'll love it. Disco's a yeah. vibe. That's like, dude, that's my new jam. I love I it. Told you. I love Please it. play a bunch of that. Like nothing but it. And when somebody asks you for country, you'll be like, absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just play new I disco. I actually, so I might take you up on these classes because I think 
with my breakdancing background and listening to break beats and stuff, I think I'd be really good at disco house production. Yeah, I think so too. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, dude, the he goes into that too, dude. Like, hey, what do you want to do? And yeah. he'll be like, hey, what do you see yourself as? Like, you know, name three artists, stick to their script and all this. Other, you know what I mean? He'll he'll go into it, but I you can do, you could totally do it, dude. Yeah, I'm definitely going to talk to this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's dope. He's awesome. That's dope. So Memorial Day weekend, so, yeah. you didn't shower. So, Did you shower any other weekends? Well, no, I showered, <laughs> I showered after, after Doville. I, I took Smooth's car and I went and I bought, tar- I went to, shout out Target. I went to, <laughs> we need, yo, Target sponsored this podcast. RJ. Target talking with Tonka. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and anyways, so I, I got like a quick like pair of shorts, shirt, whatever, some uh, some boxers, everything. And then I just showered and I was good. But that was like the end of summer, so that was dope. That I mean, was, that was Labor Day. Was that Labor Day? Labor Day. Because I was gonna say I didn't play. I didn't play that takeover. Oh well, then maybe that, it was maybe yeah, it was, it was July Fourth. Because I remember July I posted. 4th, yep. Yeah, you're right. Because I posted a picture with me and Nine. We did it back to back. Right. I had to. Cause I, had, I had that gig at. I had wild. that gig at um, Parks the next morning. So yep. I had to split. Gotcha. Yeah. No. That. So then what? July. Well, I mean, basically summer for me was shenanigans. Uh, Doville. Um, some AC spots here and there, and then like a couple Philly spots. Yeah. Um, summer ended. I got kind of worried because, uh, yeah. as you know, in Philly, like welcome, all, to, welcome, all the OGs come back, and then it's like, well, there's only so many gigs. Yeah. Um, I was very blessed that I kind of proved myself the year before and in the yeah. summer, and I made good connections and nice. was able to capitalize on that. Um, one of the things that I ended up. You know, I was just working gigs, you know, playing here and there. I try and play a little bit of everywhere and not too much in the same spot. Um, I got I had a residency work in the Winston games with Montone um, for the Eagles. And then you were on a couple of day loads. Were you on the one day load or did you work? No, I bartended all the day loads. I'm it's actually kind of smart. You make more money. Yeah. Well, next day, what I told him I want to DJ. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm DJ this yeah, next one. Him. But um, you could probably do both because their set's not that long. Yeah, right. I would. I probably could. <laughs> Honestly, Um yeah, so did you know just working regular gigs when everything came back, and then you know I got really really lucky. I got approached by David Mai um, to do Pink Wednesdays every Wednesday at uh, Pace and Blossom. And I've been trying to get you on with Ella to talk about this. So Ella's, I'm glad. Let's Ella's fantastic. Let's we talk about her. it now. Let's talk about Jimmy's uh, Wednesday residency. Hey, so we do Pink Pink <laughs> Wednesdays. Uh, when he approached me, he was just like, yeah, we used to do White Call Wednesdays, um, and you know we're killing that. We want a new host to this. It's going to be you and this young DJ, DJ Ella. Shouts out, Ella. I love that woman. Um, and you know, you'll you'll be on the mic a lot, a lot less than you, know, you normally would, or a lot more than you normally would, more than you're DJing. And she'll DJ the first half. You'll DJ the last half. Every Wednesday, we'll lock you in. Everything's good. But you need to wear a pink wig. And I was like, fuck. Am I really going to wear this pink wig? So the next thing I did was I opened my phone and I texted Ray, yo, I need you to cut this pink wig for me. <laughs> and uh, and I had her make the wig fit my face and everything. Yeah. So first time he ever did it. First time he ever did it. Your phone number's on there. So go ahead. Text away. You kind of look like Pat Banco there. Yeah. He shouts out Pat. Yeah. I, I just made his logo. put this on the bathroom with J.D. McKillicuddy's later. Yeah, dude. It was sick. For a good time. For a good time. Text this number. I don't hey, publicity, any publicity is for good publicity. Kurt used to put his stickers in the urinal, but urinals. No, that was that was not me. Someone did that and pissed on my fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that wasn't you. I, I thought that was great promo. Did not put my hands in the urinal. <laughs> Although funny. it was a great reason to skip the line at the bathroom to be like, "Is your name on the?" Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so it worked against them for me. It didn't bother me. You know how it is, dude. Like people would put stickers all over them and everything. Yeah, it was yeah, great, yeah. dude. It was great. I loved it. Like he said, man. 
bad shenanigans at the I just time. found out this year they had an employee bathroom that I could have taken number two <laughs> oh, no at. No way. No way. I abused the place. Uh, I, I, I don't I, work there anymore. I could tell whatever. I, I had no idea. You could steal toilet paper. They let you do anything there. Yeah. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I love those guys, man. Yeah. Those guys are top quality. There are people that have been down the shore for years. Yep. I've made great friends there. People I still stay in communication with. I love those guys. Yeah, so, they're all great. I, I just Chuck found out they had an employee bathroom. I had no idea. Yeah, now I, now I know that. It's good to know. Yeah, so you it go is. to that back bar, make a right, another right, and it's down a little hallway. Of now supplies. everyone knows where it's at. They're gonna, yeah. yeah, they're going to bring me there a bunch. Yeah, I love, love that. There. Yeah, I love that place. But uh, So let's talk about um, how I think in the beginning I told you in the beginning, like, be careful. Five-hour sets is a hard thing to, t- to take on. Yeah. Um, now, did you find transitioning from just, you know, playing opening sets for us and stuff right into five-hour sets like a hard, challenging thing for you? Um, I don't think it's challenging. I will say that um, one thing that I've learned is that you you get into habits really, really quickly. Mm. So, I mean, I'll, I'll give my bread and butter right on this podcast. Oh, I love that. Uh, the way that I like a night to go as a bartender and as a DJ is I like to start off, you know, kind of top 40-ish and, like, music that people – all the B-side records that nobody really wants to hear, but, like, it's It's recognizable. Recognizable, and it's around, like, 100-ish beats per minute. It's not too slow. It's not too fast. Yep. And – Really love give, the direction Give people a reason to drink. Like, don't listen to the music. Drink for – and and mind you, I come from a place that doesn't get busy. Yeah, yay. That doesn't get busy till, <laughs> till 11 o'clock. You know what I mean? So it's been a challenge. I'll get into that. But so, you know, do that to, like – 10 45 11 o'clock once 11 o'clock people have been drinking for about an hour or two they start it starts packing up now i like to go up take them on a train ride which we're, we're slowly going up we're going up we're getting in a new disco we're getting into some of the like some latin stuff too like but a little bit more fast-paced more dancey music and then i start off with my house set so my house set will be your recognizable you know your joel Corey's and you know rather be by clean bandit and stuff like that a little bit of edits then, you know, closer to 12 o'clock, we get up towards like more of like more. I do a lot of edits. Obviously, it's my style. Yep. Um, more edits, but like 128, around 12, 1230, depending on the crowd. And obviously it changes with each each night. But for the blueprint, cut it in half, go down into hip hop, play hip hop, then work your way back up to like 100 again, then slam in more house and then get into some big room stuff. And I always end my night. With the cheesiest sing-alongs I could think of. I'm talking jumper. I'm talking uh, these words are my own. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, you play. Don't want to miss a thing. It, it's my guilty pleasure. No air by Jordan Sparks. I need my last 20 minutes of my night are almost 20 minutes. 15. 20, yeah, are always gonna have that stuff. Yeah, my I, that's kind of like my programming as well. If you want to do, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Keep, no, what's up? If you want to give yourself a challenge, do it backwards. Yeah, no, down. Yeah. See, that's yeah. telling again, you. Again, mental note. So like, you could go backwards from 90 to 80 to 70 back yeah, to yeah. 130. It's It will be a lot more difficult because you always think about revving up. You never right. think about revving down. And you will begin to see DJing much different where you can realize that you can go backwards and forwards versus just right. forwards. Yeah. That's actually, I, I never thought of So that. I do that a lot. It's like I'll go up, you're... I'll go up, and then I have transitions that go down, but they're no, the, where the base isn't changing, right? So you're doing like a 138 to a 72, 68 ish. Yeah. So the base, their their feet are still bouncing the same way. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So you can come back down, and then you serato hop all the way back up. Yep. yep. You know what I mean? So I gotta like, try that. So no, I I, yeah. I, I, what happens with the roller coaster? It uh, goes up 
and, and goes down, down. Yep. up and then loop the loop right so but yeah so your loop de loop is your uh, your house section then it'll drop and then it'll go back up yeah yep. i mean so i think yeah. of the night is a roller coaster that's yeah Same. so you're going up like that nitro climb at great adventure it's so long right <laughs> so you build it up from 100 to 130 you yep. stay there for a minute and then back yep. down and then a good a good thing to to put in your back pocket and this comes that you should notice this from a bartending standpoint. I was implanted this in my brain when I used to, when I first started at Tiki Bob's, the manager implanted in our brains, cycle the dance floor because that's how the bar makes money. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You so need to. you play these cheesy records, these, you know, the girl sing along shit where the guys are like, Actually, oh, Boys, Dancing Queen, whatever yep. weird song that's right. popular at the time. Yeah. Go right. Ahead. You play these bullshit records mm-hmm. that are probably around 199. Yep. to area. Yeah. yeah. Play that. Cycle the dance floor to the bar. Yep. Get them get their drinks, and you see that. Do it for like a two, three song span, and boom, bring them back in. Yep. I got more. I got more. Sorry, I'm word vomiting on this one. But no, go no, for it. That's not what you're doing. So, speaking on that, yeah. Here's the two things that I've noticed. First thing is, you cannot, and it's the hardest thing to to come to terms with as a DJ. Mm-hmm. There are nights where I watch. You know, I watch Kurt. I watch you. I watch Smooth Nine, and everybody's rocking nonstop. And I'm like this. So it's possible, right? Everybody can be rocking nonstop. But I always see you guys on super, first off, super busy nights. And second off, you guys have been doing this for more than I've, you know, way longer than me. Yeah. And for you to be in this realm. Yeah. yeah. Speak very big volumes. to no, it. You've also, you've, you've been coached through it, but yeah. you have to with, we're not holding your hand through it. Yeah. And it, you right. got it. It's yeah. part of the growing pains. It's like yep. figuring out, okay, here's, here's, I watched, it's possible they could do it. But one thing that I have gotten in terms with, especially in Philly specifically, not everybody comes out to dance. No. Not everybody comes out to sing, and you can't beat yourself up because you have two crowds going, but you don't have the whole crowd going. And, yeah. so have, this and then is, it goes from one, then the opposite, two crowds go. I love that you said this, because there's one venue that comes to mind when I think about this. Can you say it or no? I'll say it. It's Wicked Wolf. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. The place is so fucking big. Yeah. So it's like Massive. you can see the dance floor. They're dancing, yep. but the people coming in, they're they're just vibing drinking talking yeah people behind you if they're not close to you they're and not side dancing. room especially right yep. right because that's like a great like right we're in the atmosphere but we don't have to do anything with right it. exactly you got a lot of people listening yep. not yep. a lot of people dancing but look you, at yourself for an example do you go out and go dance and scream and dig and yeah no, you're just enjoying the atmosphere right, so, right. No, exactly we're, we're a great so that example that's that. yeah, well wilkin wolf is a perfect example of yeah. atmosphere and you can't you can't beat yourself up over it because you could play the same set a million different times, and let's say one this one song that you know everywhere. Even like No Hands is an example. Like you play No Hands, everybody knows that song. Everybody usually likes that song, and usually sings along and freaks out to it. Yeah, but there's sometimes where you'll play it and you'll get a half of the reaction, and you can't get in your head about it. You need to keep doing what you what you do. So it's funny you say that. There's a there was a Hannah Montana record. Uh, You're talking about Hannah Montana. Yeah, no, no, the Disney girl, fucking yeah, Lizzie yeah. McGuire, whatever yeah. fucker uh, her real name is. I, can't. I remember the transitions from C- uh, Club Killers. That you yeah, they, Hannah Montana. Yeah, to Hannah yeah. Montana. well, no, oh she God. had a. I can't party in the USA. No, or? that's my no. Cyrus. It's whatever song uh, she sung on Disney. Yeah, Best of both whatever. worlds. It, listen, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Best of both worlds. I played that at Parlay. Went fucking apeshit. People, all the girls went nuts, jumping up off the couches, crazy. Played it somewhere else. Dead and on arrival. I got yeah. it real quick. I think I played it at Bootleggers. I guess it? you yeah. could say you get the best of both worlds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that didn't work okay, like that. It just sounded okay, good. Okay, <laughs> okay. Okay. But yeah. So 
perfect example of yeah. that is that song. And it's like you take these risks and take these chances. Yep. But I, I also, um, how I told you to stay in your lane, right? And we're, we're going to talk about this because I think this is a good segue into that. In the beginning, I told Jimmy he loved playing tech house. He loved playing niche house stuff. I said, Jimmy, this this DJ market is so saturated. Stay in your lane, find your niche, and rock it till the wheels fall off. Yep. And how do you think that's going? It's again, it's it. So that kind of adds on. It's a piggyback to kind of where I was going with the next. You know, the next point was like you, the five hour set thing, right? Five hour sets of open format. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Even if. I said this at one of the gigs the one time. I know I, I know I texted you. I might have texted you too. I made it twelve. No, it was the MK gig at the Av. I made it twelve rounds, but I didn't knock them out. I I, I survived. Everybody had a good time. No, I'm more critical than anybody else, but I didn't get the knockout. Five hour gigs, yeah, open format. That's no problem. <clears throat> Places like Barstool, it's challenging, right? Because Barstool has a very like a very not strict per se, but like they they want you up tempo. Yeah, right. And they, they know what they want. And you play more still, than three hip hop songs, you're getting a manager coming up. Yeah, and, yeah. and they they usually want it. Anything above one twenty, you're good. Now you can get away. I mean, like if you're there often, or even if you just know music well enough, you can get away with some lower tempo stuff. But typically above, and that's where it gets a little difficult because you you don't at least as I mean all DJs usually feel the way don't play the same song twice. Although I've been told recently, fuck that. Nobody knows. Someone hands me a hundred bucks. What do you think I'm doing? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's so, the only way I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. but but the niche thing, it's like. That's kind of where I'm honing in on it now, right? So, like, I, I've always stayed in my lane. You know, if you book me, you're getting a lot of edits. You know, you're going to hear a lot of house. You know, you're going to you're going to see me goofing. Yeah. And you know, don't get me wrong. Like, I can get just as crazy with hip hop as anybody else. But like, mm-hmm. my niche is is up tempo and some like filthy. Even if it's like yeah. chill deep house, like some filthy drops and stuff. Like, just like stuff that makes you want a two step. I made a hat called Sh- that says "Shut Up and Dance" on it. And I wear that all the time when I'm playing a place that I'm playing house music because I want people to know, like, dude, you're you're supposed to be dancing. If you're listening to music, like, I don't, we're, this isn't karaoke, you know? Yeah, yeah. Perfect example. I had a girl come up to me at Stratus and says, "Is this the kind of music you're going to play all night? We can't dance to this." I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to correct you. You're choosing not to dance to. Yeah, it. it's danceable. You're choosing not to. A hundred percent. And like, dude, it's. And yes, I am playing this all night. (laughs) The niche niche stuff, it's dude, it's hard to find a lane, especially here for what I want to do. But I I figured it out. So like perfect started opening for at the Avmore. So I've done I've done Chris Lake, Valentino Khan, MK, and I'll let I'll let the bomb drop right here right now. Wait, wait, wait. I'm opening up for Cream next week uh, on Friday, which is dope. So I'm waiting on the confirmation text, (laughs) but it's pretty much locked in right now. So that's huge. Um, talking with Tonka exclusive. Yeah, yeah. And uh and another bomb I got. Uh by the time this comes out, we will be even we will already have announced I'm gonna be doing a brunch series every Sunday, my third residency now. We're at, at Figo in Northern Liberties. Love that. Um, so it's a house brunch. Let's go. And uh it's called Hunch. Called hunch. I like that. I got a hunch. <laughs> oh my god! No, that's sick. The dad jokes are coming out. Right. You're you at no time. You're like, oh my god! I can only quote SpongeBob so many times. So <laughs> I'm more of a Paw Patrol guy myself. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's so that's crap. That, <laughs> it's dope because like that space is so busy with the Alta that just got built, the other ones that they built next to Sin. There's so many people and so much foot traffic. 
and it's all young professionals. So they have an outside area at Figo. If they have, if you walk by and you see a bunch of people drinking mimosas and espresso martinis, and there's house music and it's live and fun, like they have espresso martini flights there. Yeah, they do. Banging. Yeah, they do. So I want to go back there when I'm eating carbs again because their food's banging. Oh, it's slamming. I know who's crushing it? Olive Garden. I've been there. <laughs> Dude, I love breadsticks. Yeah. I think that's where Sin, fought, Sin should have did a breadstick. Oh, that would be smart. You nope. the, I love breadsticks. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to I'm gonna talk to Justin. Yeah, let him know. Because I, I want to try that tomahawk they got there. Me and Smooth Sin. split one. It was oh, it was a fire. Oh, it was good. It was I heard good. half of it is something else, right? God damn it. I don't even know. What? I've DJed there like four times, and I've wanted to eat there every time. I'm there Friday. What? I've never eaten there. I haven't that. We, maybe so. I had this idea. Right, especially like all of our industry friends, all of our DJ friends, maybe get a bar, couple of bartenders, hostesses involved or whatever. Industry people. Right, do a bar crawl where we start out, we get some food, maybe start at Sin, and then work our way into the city, just do a bar crawl all Sunday. We all have a Sunday off, get together, or maybe end at Sin or something like that. You know what I mean? We all go eat and then go out. I'm dead. Bar crawled out. Dude, you know, I'm always, I just set up a t shirts made. Or is it like everyone that we, uh, we'll talk about that. Yeah, I, we, I just think it's be a good idea. So, uh, like, I set up a, a industry. I got eight people, eight different industry people going to Vermont to go snowboarding on the. I saw that thing you put up. Yeah. Super hype for so that. So, that's dope, oh. too. That's that's a nice way to make connections as well, especially with people that you don't get to talk to on a one on one basis. And do something different, man. Yeah. Just take out, you know, step out of your comfort zone a yeah. little bit. Yeah. And that's why I like places that are opening up, like that new two story barcade. Do you see that? Oh, that's sick. I want to try that out. I want to go check that out. Um, and like, you know, it's it's stuff to do on those off nights with industry people. So you make these type of things, right? Yeah. You know, I think having- you need to create relationships out- organically, right? That exactly. aren't just in the business, exactly. Yeah. But that's awesome that you're getting a spot. Like, you know, industries, uh, industry, like having a residency in an industry is it's tough to get. And yeah. when you find one. And they like you and you keep rocking with them and you show the support and, you know, the support behind the programming and stuff like that. It's like, well, that's it's the thing is programming is huge. And, and with mine, I'm, I'm very adamant when I go into these is like, are we going to stick to the programming? Because mm-hmm. I don't want one person coming up saying, oh, well, we're, we're spending X amount. And I, I really want to hear this. Like, no, like this is what this is. And you're never going to know what it could be if you if you veer off. So you need to keep the like quoting Jaywin Hurts, keep the main thing, the main thing. Who? Mr. Hertz, Jalen Hertz, never heard of him. I love him. Anyways, <laughs> so that and that's my third. Luna Lounge lets me do the same thing. Luna Lounge, it's it's I play Ibiza type house, Moroccan house, Afro house on Thursdays. That is what I play. There's yep. no veering off that. Perfect um, segue. I don't mean to cut you off. There you go. You're good. Perfect segue. Let's talk about your your music searching abilities because we're at the Smooth Event Group uh, meeting at Smooth's house. Was it? Around Christmas was it? Yeah, Christmas. Right, the week or two before Christmas. Right, we were all at his house. Yep. And Jimmy was working the whole entire time looking for music. Yeah. Let's talk about how you got into the search. I just want, dude. I yeah. and maybe this speaks on, and I can specifically not just because he's in the room. I can I can give this. I know we all know Kurt hoards music, but beyond that, like Kurt likes a style of music that not a lot of people do. And it it shows in what he does. He created events around it, which is yeah. fantastic, right? And part of the you know like my glow up has been again like sticking on you said niche, but like even though even if I do open format, it's always geared towards. Even if it's a little open format, it's still housey, right? Yeah. And I needed to find edits and songs that 
were a blend of the two. So I had my personality and my music taste in it, but it also could appease everybody. Yeah. Kurt likes Melbourne Bounce and Techno. And it's more than anybody I know. Like, it's crazy. And, you know, you hear him play it and he knows the music too. And it's like, he'll send me shit all the time. And I'm like, whoa. Well, I don't know. We're all DJs. Like, I fucking hate listening to music in the car. I hate listening to music when I'm not working or looking for music. So what I started doing was going on, there's a site called Hyped It, and that's what started this, where basically you post your music, people have to give you, you have to give them your email, uh, for, they choose what you have to do, but it's usually your email, a follow on Instagram, maybe a follow on Spotify, and a comment on SoundCloud. You would know that if you just download music off, um, what's it called, off SoundCloud. Yeah. So, like that's, that's yeah, where yeah, that Yeah, 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 you have to from. type your email in. Yeah. yeah, and then so you, you know, you get the download and then you look at some of these tracks, dude, and I started noticing like, dude, some of these tracks have like a thousand plays and yeah. they're heaters. Yep. And it's like, there's so much out there. It, it so exists. I started going to SoundCloud yep. and I started going, you know, the algorithm's real, man. Like you go to one song, artist similar, or you go to like similar tracks yeah. And the next thing you know, it's five hours. You downloaded 250 songs. You like, 10 and you're of them. like, this is yeah. You like ten of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, like you have like I make crates every month. You know, December music. You know, to rap heavy or you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And dude, it's and then there's also the beatport side where you know again I want to be playing in different atmospheres than just like open. So if I want to get in this house thing, like I'll sit on beatport and I'll look you know through their top you know 100 Afro house tracks, and then I'll take a look up that artist on Spotify and go to the radio and from here to there and and it's just about like wanting it you know yeah like, yeah you need to want to know yep like afro house is one thing i love you i want to know so much about it like there's black coffee but then there's also hugh gell and mm-hmm. diplo did stay high which is a hit record it's a banger and it's like there's so many ways to skin a cat you know and final you got listening earmuffs yeah earmuffs right <laughs> you gotta want it like i want to hear the next hot song i want to be the first person to play it so that way, when I send it to everybody else, they're like, dude, that was a heater. I can't wait to play yeah, it myself, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. I played, I'll never forget, Freddy's Warm Up is the name of the song. And it's the one where he goes, ew, ew. Yeah. But it was like, it was this crazy, like, it says that, it does that. And then it just has like a, um, I guess, it, not a snare. Maybe it's a snare. It's like, boom, 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 boom. And then it drops. And I played it at Wicked Wolf one time. And I had like two groups of people, I'll never forget it, like turn around and go, oh shit. And I was like, I found that. You know yeah, what I mean? Like I that was that. me. That's that's it. his job. Yeah. That's in my opinion, that's what you 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 worked six hours to find those two times that people are like, get the fuck out of here. And you, yeah, hear, yeah. you hear it all the time. Oh, dude, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Stank Face. Mm-hmm. So if you're a DJ listening to this, go to your local DJ or go to any show and just look at them like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, you yeah. sick son it of a bitch. I would say it's more rare, often, especially because I'm listening to everything. I could almost sometimes pick out an edit who it's made by just because I've played it yep. or downloaded I'm, it or I'm remembered getting it. Like, I'm getting like that with Disco House. Now. Yeah, it, you'll you'll just you pick it up naturally or normally or whatever it might be. It's so. massive. Disco yeah. House is huge. I, I, I'm I have a whole crate getting ready for that call when I get that call to do a poor night. Yeah, just so you know, <laughs> uh, dude, it's, so, <laughs> it's fun, dude. Well, a lot of people don't think I can play house music. But well, well I, I'm I'm more I I will say this I'm more of like a party rock open format DJ yeah, I get yeah. I'm typecasted as that I do my pop punk shit and I get the text don't play pop punk tonight <laughs> from people that book us so like I I definitely get those texts but you, you I I'm being so proud of my house sets like, I've been recording them because you look like at your smile like that's you gotta me. want yeah. you gotta want to put like. And I think no. Somebody told me that you said this, and I and I. It's always in the back of my head now. 
don't play. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt just texted me, don't play pop punk tonight. <laughs> it's like, don't play anything that you don't want to hear. Yeah. That's okay. it. Yeah, if you don't want to hear it, you're not into Lean it. more into what you love to do. That's yeah. probably a better way to think of it. Don't I, think of it as defensive. Think of it as offensive. Like, I love this track. Other people need to hear it, too. You right. need to play what other people want to hear. Yeah. But you need to give people 10 minutes of being like, oh, my. I didn't even know I like techno. And then yeah. you're. And that's you what know. I was scared of with, you know, a lot of house music. Because I like. I, when Chucky was around, I loved Dutchie. Chucky was dope. Dutch yeah. House. Like Dutch, Dutch House was a shit. Yeah, yeah, that was my shit. Me and Nine used to play that shit heavy. Yeah. And then that was when Dust was like popping. That's what they wanted to hear, that hip hop. Yeah. Right? So that's my lane. And uh, I sent Nine my, my whole night at Wicked Wolf. He listened to it. He's like, you're clean as fuck. Everything sounds good, but you're a little outdated. Like gotcha. some of the shit's a little outdated. Yeah. So find more remixes of it, right? And then I went down your lane, that rabbit hole of SoundCloud. So yep. like now we're on Q and O two, right? Me and Kurt, and I type in a song from there. I found a Taylor Swift edit that was dirty, bro. Yeah. Like like a trap edit. I was like, shit. Like Dude, it was sick. Do a mix with the radio. The best. It's been the best at home practice that I could have ever asked for. Right. Because it forces you to be like, oh, I got to make this mix, regardless of if you want to or so not. So my yep. my yep. thing to him when he listened to it, I was like, yeah, that you know, I'm gl- really glad you're saying that because this is something that I'm really trying to get better at. Yeah. yeah. Right. And that's why I took on Q and O two because now I have three Q and O two crates of all the new shit. Yep. With the remixes of I have that yep. I have for. Oh, you. and by the way, you're on the radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, I mean? I think, yeah. I, I think it, I think I'm back on next next Wednesday. Nope. I, play, I play Wednesdays now. Um, but I have an announcement with them too, and I'm not allowed to say it. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you afterwards. I'm not. Tell to me you're moving to the weekend. I'm excited. No. Oh God. Now I, can you big tell me things, all fair? Big yeah, all fair. Yeah. All right. Got wait. 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 Tell me now. That's awesome. I, I can't wait. That. And I, I just I, thought of a. You ever watch um, what's his name? Eric Andre. Yeah. Yeah. Just, we'll be right back. That's yeah. <laughs> so, Ten minutes later. Yeah. yeah and we're not, the podcast we're not back on. This, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. That's what I love about this Philadelphia community. Right. And now Buster being the program manager over there, it really helps us DJs be a little bit more creative on the air. Yeah. They get, as long as we're playing the songs that we need to play, you can be your own creative. Now people can hear you before they even step in the club. Right. They, can, yep. they know what you're capable of or what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, once I figure out a way, because I, I send the two, do you, do you do your segments all in one shot? Or you do uh, yeah, all in one shot. And that's probably because of poor planning, because I know that I'm on Thursday coming up and I have to get it done by tonight or tomorrow. And it needs to be to him tomorrow before six o'clock. So that way. Uh, tomorrow night he can plug and program it that way if there's anything different on Thursday he can change it. right so, so I said day before at six o'clock because I, I send two segments I send two 20 minute segments yeah I do too uh, I, that's what I said you but I make it. it all in one shot I don't cut it like I'm like hey this is oh. what I want to play the first half the second half I always do if you listen to my stuff one is more up tempo because that's what I love to do and the other one tends to be more hip hop centric cutting like doing like small little things that I'm like oh I wish I could blend both of them yeah, but yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. too perfect yeah. 22 minutes is perfect just to be weird in each different lane yeah so going off that you mm-hmm. can really see my personality in my mixes yeah i drop pop punk on there i drop everything disco house a lot of stuff and i i really like the creativeness as it's giving me yeah and it's helping me go by what you're saying is going down those rabbit holes and finding stuff so shout out to you for saying that and shout out to nine for like pushing me to do to be better because uh, he just wanted to hear it and just see yeah. how i play he's like yeah the, the night sounded dope as fuck but like some of your shit's outdated, so you yeah. should try doing this, yeah. this, and this. So 
thank God for him. And now you saying it too is just like another nail in the coffin. Like yo, like this, like, this is what you need to Criticism do. Criticism is so important. You need dude. to be harder. And yourself, I, I've been, I've been yeah. DJing twenty years now. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm probably stale as fuck, but I'm still getting booked. So I was getting comfortable. Yep. So now if I step out of my comfort zone, yep, you where, have to. Are you saying you were doing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. I had to step out of my comfort zone, start playing different stuff, and now and I'm learning to love it. Yep. Would I love to play a disco house party? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> you know what I mean. Because I used to. So it's funny. I used to dance to it. Really. So Lee Jones has a Sunday party called yeah. Sunday, but he's A E. It's like like the ice cream. Yeah, did that Winston. Yeah. So like he has these Sunday parties, and we used to dance to house music. Yeah. And it's mostly. Disco House. Yep. Because it's like so relatable. Aretha Franklin kind of stuff yep. that goes perfectly with Disco House. Mm -hmm. Right. And I see myself when I'm playing, like Grizz even notices it. Like I'm so happy playing. I'm dancing. Yeah. Because you're enjoying like, it. Yeah. It's enjoying it. It's yeah. bringing life back into my DJ. Yeah. Well, that's, Shout that's out huge. to Punzo. Punzo put me on a way to find Disco House. He sent me a bunch of records as well. He's another guy. Phil. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to, I had to think so of the brothers talented. real quick, bro. It, and the nicest, humblest, oh, yeah. quietest. You wouldn't dude. even know. Oh, you wouldn't yeah. even know he was there, but he'll he'll give the shirt off his back, dude. Great dude. dude. Yeah, great 100%. dude. Percent. Yeah, yeah. I love that guy. No, he's, I, and he's te he taught me ways to find music, and we're gonna sit yep. down and actually, he's gonna. He's got three kids. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. God bless him. Yeah, I don't know how he does it. That's and the fact that he's nice and chill, and I'm like, dude, ooh, I'm tearing my hair out with two. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, Kurt's ready for the snippety snip. <laughs> he's shaking his head no. If you can't see it on the camera, he's shaking his head no. Yeah, right. He's trying for a little girl. No. That's, dude, that's huge though. Like music, music finding is hard. Well, you know, but you know what they it say. Sounds like, like you guys have it down to a science. Well, you know what they say about like trusting the process. And, yeah. Like and like enjoying the process, right? Like it's very easy to get comfortable. It's very easy to to be like, I already achieved this goal. But like, dude, I find it so much more fun to like not be there yet, you know? Because like, I'm I'm just so fucking hungry to get there that like, yeah. even when even I'm and I know right now, like personally speaking, like I'm not even full foot on the gas. Like I, my foot's on the gas, but like I'm like fifty percent right now, like because I fall off too. Like I I have things that I want to do and it gets in the way or you know habits that I need to correct. But like that hunger there is like. Dude, like this is what it feels like after a year and a half. Like I can't wait for it to be ten. Like I can yeah, wait. I, know I can't mean. wait for it to be ten years. Cause like, dude, if I if I'm doing this much with bad habits at fifty percent, imagine. Dude, I always say this. I'm gonna go through like every other DJ. I'm gonna go through this thing where I, it's gonna happen. I'm manifesting this. I'm not being cocky. Where I blow the fuck up. I get crazy booked. I'm I'm just on benders nonstop. Just working. Just flying, no, no <laughs> sleep, no nothing. I know not much has changed except for the flights. And go crazy, right? And then I'm gonna have this huge pitfall where I'm like, I need to stop, and I'm gonna get sober and be that much better. And I'm gonna have this whole tell-all about how I went through all this. Yeah, man. So I you're gonna there. be DJ scene, is what you're saying? Yeah, man. Because like, <laughs> totally, that's what he did. I totally get it. Like, I've been down that path, but like, yeah, you realize that like healthy habits are where it's like, yeah, that's gonna be me. And I can only think about how much more productive and crazy. It's can you do it in be. an accent? I'm, I'm terrible. I was like, I was like, what accent can I pull out? He's no, definitely right. But I, I'm so glad this camera was on because I just found your clip. What? Oh, that in, the clip? in the beginning of that. No, in the beginning, oh, the beginning like, when you started talking, that's your clip. No, like yeah, it's just dude, you gotta be hungry, man. And like it's, I don't know. I'm just this year. I don't know if you could tell. It's also probably the 2,000 milligrams of caffeine I just had. I'm just so excited because like we're all figuring shit. Like you talking about the podcast, like and all the things that you're doing. 
you and your parties have been taken off and like your production like <clears throat> smooth and his beverage like everybody is like finding their lane and niche but like also still doing the same shit that we need to do to survive yeah. and get by and i'm just so excited because like we all know the world's going to shit for right now and it's going to get back up but like right now there's a lot of shit going on in the world yeah. To be able to just, Great. like, lock in. I can't wait. Right? <laughs> yeah. To be able to hear, lock he, in yeah, and yeah. just fucking grow. Like, all of us are going to grow in our own ways. We're going to be all different looking flowers. Yeah. We're going to look pretty as fuck. Did you hear who won the Iowa caucus yesterday? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you say cock? Yeah, yeah caucus. Oh, okay, okay. Right. It's an election thing. I just wanted to see if Kurt was paying attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, um, I'm so glad, like you said, that in this camera, because I think a lot of the young guys... And I think even the older guys like me, I lost that hunger a little bit. And now I'm I'm finding it again, yeah. which is great. And now this podcast is obviously super thankful for everyone that listens. Like my last episode is the highest listened episode. And I just felt so grateful that people take it. Hit yeah. that clap button. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to clap myself, but I'm hitting it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I had a, an up uh, for the episode. The season debut it was Vision Plus Fitness. This guy has a great story. See? And he opened. You don't up. even need me to be here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had a, I, I had an, I had another guy uh, that was that uh, owns a gym and got me. He get, introduced me to the guy. Mm-hmm. But I do have a couple for you that I have an idea for. We actually, I, w- I would like to see who you have for your first Fridays because I would like to get back to doing that too. Because if you have DJs that I never had on before, like I would have loved to have Jules P on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have a really great idea, but we'll have to talk off air because it's not official yet. Okay. <laughs> I just love these buttons. They're just so they're great. It's so great. They're like um, buttons. Yeah. So, shout out to you, dude. Like you've been foot. Like I, you said, your foot's fifty percent on, but I think you got a full tank of gas left. So, thank you, brother. Yeah, yeah push that pedal it. to the metal. I appreciate it for real. And that Seriously. hat's fire. Thank you. The hat is super uh, fire. Yours is too. Yeah. Look at one of these. Try cameras. not to um see the negative, like at all that, like the the Ruben stuff. I'm gonna send you a lot of the stuff to like really reflect on that because. Yeah. If you try and see it a little bit more, like all of that is a collective process. Like my negative habits are good because of the fact that I'm able to like that might be the thing that pushes me to make like, oh, I got to do more music or do whatever it might be. So I think everything's relevant. I think more or less is like every you want to go on a bender is going on a bender. Great. No. But for your creative process of like the different things that you might be going through might be the inspiring point at some point where you make the biggest song that you've ever had and you wouldn't have done that had you had not had something bad um you know bad habit if that a million sense. a million percent yeah think uh, of it more of play than work or whatever well, you said know. something that you should either clip or it should be made like said twice is you know think of everything as an offensive not a defensive yeah it's the same thing like this year i'm really working on not i want to not i hope i i'm going to. i i am or yeah. i will mm-hmm. because like or I'm choosing. Yeah, I'm cho- like. Yeah. Uh, shouts out Jen from Oasis. She's gotten this like imprinted in my brain. Um, she said, I said like I really want to play at HQ two this summer, like at the Beach Club. But I want to open for DJs and I want to play like my own headlining set. And she she knows the GMs there, all the stuff. She's hooking me up, whatever. Um, and one of the things she said was, no. I will play at HQ2. Say that 10 times. And I was like, I w- what, what the fuck do you... She's like, I will. Not I want to, I will. Like, you need to speak it to existence. And, like, I think that... Manifestation is a real fucking thing. Dude, I'm writing shit down. It's the 369 method. Three times in the morning, six times in the uh, afternoon, and nine times at night. So, I I know... I, I said on the podcast late, last at, last year, I said I was I wanted to hear my voice on the radio in twenty twenty in twenty twenty three. That was my goal. I did that, 
Let's fucking go. But it was just like, you know, co-hosting with Nugget or Sean Brace or something Whatever. like that. Yeah. But I got on the radio in some aspect. Yeah. I'm not, I'm on the radio playing. Yeah. So 2024's goal is to have me actually talking more and more and more and more. Yeah. So yeah. people know more about me. Let's yeah. go. And so, we did the podcast on the radio station. Right. Too. And we did it. So like those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Right. So now we talked about your five. I, I would love, I'm so mad at myself. I, I should have listened to your five-year plan, but oh, shit. Where, where do you see? It, don't die. Yeah, <laughs> what's his five-year plan? Don't die. Oh, when you, you get tired of his old balls, <laughs> uh, don't say balls. <laughs> Testicles. Um, so, Jimmy, let's hear it. J- J- Jose says, "I need you to answer this question for me. Mm-hmm. What does 2024 look like for James Meyer and Jimmy Six? For James Meyer." I think that it has I think that 2024 is the year of of growth um comfortability with myself breaking bad habits creating good ones re- replacing bad habits with good ones um and just staying true to like myself as a person um staying resilient and mm-hmm. I think uh Jimmy 6 this is the year that I book venues instead of booking bars I book nightclubs instead of bars, and it's the year that I finally start to mold myself into an artist opposed to a DJ. Yep. Um, I want to. I think I said this on the first podcast. Like the reason I got in, the reason I like music, and the, one of the reasons I want to make music mm-hmm. is because I want to make people feel something. Obviously, like for me, happy, house is happy, so I want people to feel happy. And my goal that I will achieve this year is I'm going to make a song that somebody listens to when they are upset and it'll make it'll bring them to a happy place. Okay. So I need you to take out your phone. Today is January 17th, 2024. Kurt, get your phone. And we're going to go to ja- January 2024, 2025, I'm sorry. Damn, dude, 2020. Uh, so we can't do the 17th cuz that is a Friday. So January 14th, 2025, put in your put in your calendar, Talking with Tonka, season 3. And we'll just put six o'clock, seven o'clock. Sorry, I'm booked that day. Of course you are. Sick fuck. (laughs) Yeah, you're a sick piece. So the fourteenth, you're hearing it here on Talking with Tonka, season two, episode two, with Jimmy Six and Curdy McGurdy, Kurt Gibson, senior. Go. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna bring Jimmy back on, and hopefully, I actually not hopefully, we will hear his song that was played. On Spotify, it has over a thousand plays. Damn straight, a million. You could do that easily. We're well, doing it. We're doing it. It's not even a challenge. You know what? You no, give them more. We'll, we'll make it. We'll end it on this. Yeah. I will have a song with at least fifty thousand plays. Before there you go. The That's end, a better one. Before the end of twenty twenty. Okay. All right. Okay. Say, say it one more time. I will have a song that I produced with fifty thousand or more plays by the end of twenty twenty four. That was the clip. We will. No. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been waiting for the collab, Kurt. Because, because Curdy is here. Kurt, what does 2024 look like for Kurt Gibson? Uh, I think Jimmy really did nail it on the head because I think everyone within this realm who's actually doing it to a high capability or level is all trying to go more artists. And I definitely think that while I wish to go more artists, I really wish to become more of an artist. So I don't 
think that like I need to hit certain numbers. I need to do certain things. Like I'm truly a student of this understanding how to make music. And I think that's a lot more important to me. It's the same way that I feel about collecting and grabbing and getting music. And the more that I think I put more of an effort into molding myself and to do it, it is the faster that I'll be able to get to it. So a lot of people have been pushing me to put more music out. And I'm like, I'm just not ready. I know that I'm not ready. I don't want to push myself to be someone who I don't feel like that I am. And is putting more of the time and the effort into becoming more of a producer than just a DJ. And I think that's the difference that's going to be able to flip the switch, and there's no time limit on that. My patience is at an absolute maximum. I have no time to stop to think that whether I'm not going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm, you know, I'm going to do this. Love that. That's Love good. that. I'm glad I turned the camera for that because that's your clip. I thought you were going to tell me, like, hey, I was <laughs> so uh if you guys are still here uh the first 10 minutes of this podcast was pure gold but it i forgot to hit record you doing this this is the this is now the 40th episode of talking with tonka my goal last year was 52 i made it to 38 that's a that's really a lot. Cool. So a lot my goal what yeah, that's a really good goal yeah but that was very achievable yeah well fit one it's one a week yeah. so yeah. my goal for this year is 45 good let's go so uh, I'm already two in, which is good. So yeah. only what forty three more to go. <laughs> and I and I so I went back to doing what. Um, oh Jesus Christ! Now my phone decides to blow up. Um, sorry about that. Um, I just got some tragic news that we'll talk about it. Don't uh, play, after. play pop punk tonight. I yeah. already know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my goal is to get to what did I say forty five, just so I can have something achievable. Yeah. And, and I think I can do it because I'm going back to what I was doing before. I'm scheduling people every week, yeah. every week. And then I have some double ups where I have back burner stuff and stuff like that. So we all have goals. And I'm hoping it. that we all get there. And I know we'll get there. But guess what? Even if you fall a little bit short, you're a lot closer than you ever felt. So just, you know what I mean? Keep maintaining that. But people think they don't reach it. They didn't get it. Like yeah. 38 out of 52 or whatever. You yeah. did a great job. Yeah. So, and this thing is big now you know what i mean i know yeah. a lot of people including myself that listen to almost everyone anyone that i can be able to get to yeah, yeah. and i appreciate that guys yeah, i really 100%. do but uh this has been talking with tonka uh season two episode two with jimmy six so you can catch jimmy back on season three episode two of talking with tonka january 14th next year with co-host kirk gibson you're not going to say anything? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in as always. This uh, this episode has been fueled by Rainstorm, and it definitely has been because Kurt and Jimmy both had two. <laughs> I'll see you in the next 22 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in as always. This episode will be available on all podcast streaming platforms this Thursday, 8 p.m. YouTube version will be out in a couple weeks because I'm still catching up. But you know that because you guys listen every week. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in as always. This has been Talk With Tonka Season 2, Episode 2. Peace out, y'all. Peace. Peace.